Yo, yo, what's up, guys? We're back. This is Janelle Rush. You can follow her on Instagram at Janelle Rush Music. And meanwhile, while you're at it, if you're not following me already, guys, on Instagram, go check it out, Neanderthal Pod. Give me a follow. I've been stepping up my IG game and uh, posting videos and better pictures and uh, just been working on it and being more active with it. And uh, I don't know, I think you guys would like it. I'm open. If anybody wants to reach out to me, my DMs are open for anybody. Slide on in. Say what's up. If you've got any questions or any ideas for the show, hit me up. I am uh, always willing to talk. Oh, oh, I also have a, pod, uh, a podcast. Hey, guys, I have a podcast. It's called, uh, I actually, uh, now, now I have a website, neandertalkpodcast.com. Uh, go check it out. It's uh, it's a work in progress, but it's finished and ready to go. You guys can go check it out. And uh, as this thing keeps growing, uh, maybe we will, uh, I don't know, just keep building. You see, we keep doing it. The studio gets added new things. Now I got a website. You guys are motivating me and, and keep coming and the, and the show keeps building. It's awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks. This is just, I love it. Uh, back Back to the show. Back to the show, Ryan. Let's go. Janelle Rush, ex-Mormon, entrepreneur, vocalist. She does like EDM music. Vocalist, uh, I think I said that, uh, does an amazing British accent. This was a really fun episode. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We drank a lot of tequila and had a good time. This was a fun episode. guys. I hope you guys like it. I know you will. There's some good music. There's some singing. There's some dancing, which you can see on the YouTube version. I'm going to shut my mouth now because this was like a three-hour podcast almost. That's like 2.45. Enjoy the episode. Episode what? 77? Janelle Rush. Uh, I love it. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Voida Soul. Thank you for coming to the podcast. Boom to watch boom. In three, two, one, and it's a good sign when you can start a podcast when the guest is laughing already. <laughs> Janelle, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's kind of weird, like we've, nor, it's weird for me because I normally have a, a guest that, m- normally I, the guest, the first time I meet them is like the time they're going to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you and I got to meet. Matcha. And you had matcha and, and I had Merlot. Like, and, 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 and Merlot, interesting combination. Yeah, and it's I had, actually kind of weird. And I had IPA and a shitty, uh, what was that beer that I had that was I gross? I don't know, Side, it uh, was, you said it tasted like piss, I guess, but yeah, I don't remember. It was, it was a cool can. It was a cool can and a cool yeah. name. They sold me. Yeah, it was a very cool can. It was like blue and creative artistically. <laughs> right. And they that's not even what sold me. It was yeah. it was the name of it. She said it was this uh, Speedball. Speedball? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. That's right. I think it was Speedball. I was like, I got to have a Speedball. I think that's what Jim Belushi no died idea. on. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's nice. It's a it <laughs> <laughs> new product that he died on. <laughs> Well, you know, the Speedwell is the heroin cocaine concoction, right? No, wait. 
what was the speed? Coca-Cola was Coke the and, one that Coke put and, a little, uh, sprinkle a little happy dust on it. On what? Freudian slip, you know. Coca-Cola? Yeah. Cocaine. Cocaine on <laughs> yeah. what? Weed? No, it was in the drink. Oh, yeah. and it's actually still in the drink. Oh, you think so? No, Is I know so. No, really? Like really trace amounts? Uh, no, possible? no. Uh, the so check this out. The coca. I'm like and I'm no, no. The the coca. Uh, cocaine. What are they? Coca plant. They still they use those leaves for the flavor. They still use that in the soda, and then they sell the leaves to pharmaceutical companies to make things like lidocaine. So there's still huh. there's still coca there's still coke, in Coca Cola. It's yeah. not the processed cocaina <laughs> what did i say type like stuff <laughs> but it's funny. still the it's the uh, plant from it yeah and it gets some of that bitter taste or whatever and then they sell that like they're double i mean they're like some that's some they figured out well drug that's dealing. the thing when there's when there's a a product and there's various ways to use it hence oils and plastic and all the various ways we use oil uh, they will find every way to utilize it as a substance because they want to monopolize on various industries. Uh, so I, I find that interesting. But you're a smart chick. You're uh, way <laughs> smarter than me. So much smarter than me. I mean, everyone on my podcast, uh, almost uh, everybody, is way smarter than me. I wouldn't say that. I read a lot of books, and and then I probably like you know retain some of that information. Well, that's what smart people do. <laughs> I read a book, all those books, I've read all those books. They've gone in one ear and mm-hmm. right out the other, except for that Paw Patrol book. Oh, yeah. But Is I've read right it so many there? times, it's and it's memorized. like, I don't yeah. know how I got in there, but yes, I do have a Paw Patrol book in there yeah. for my child. Yeah, that's like a haunting, very, very <coughs> haunting, uh, whatever they call it, the the melody that they use. I should know that. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Uh, jingle. The yes. Jingle. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. It sounds like a Nintendo song. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I've thought about writing jingles before. Uh, can we I've introduce you real quick? It. Yeah, sure. <laughs> can, can uh, so your Janelle Rush music? Uh, yeah. Well, At, on Instagram. <laughs> one of them. Instagram. One of your Instagrams. <laughs> that's uh, that's my main one, Janelle Rush music. Um, yeah, I I songwrite. Yeah, you songwrite. So. I started uh, last January, so going on two years now. But oh wow, um, that's it! Yeah, I so didn't you're know pretty that green. I could write. Yeah, I didn't know that I could write, and so I put out an album this year. And I finished it. So um, you're a singer songwriter. Yeah, I do both. Uh, but I think I I want to focus. Mo- sorry, I want to focus mostly on the songwriting. Why is that? Yeah. Um, I'm 34. I'm just like not really into the idea of. Yeah. Like being a dancing monkey the rest of my life and having everything be about my image. And you know what I mean? It's like you get to this age and you're like, screw that. You're already over it and you don't want to have to play the game anymore. And is it? You know, <laughs> like, you're like, you're like, I'm good. I don't need to do that shit anymore. Is it that you're over uh, it? I don't. I just I want to live a chill life. You know what I mean? I want to do what I love. And and uh, I can I mean, I, I can perform and I'll still perform and I'll love it. Mm-hmm. But it's to that be my like soul, like goal you know them puppeting me into some sort of pop person i don't know that how long have you be. been singing for um just, i mean i've been my whole life singing uh okay i i had this weird thing though with singing that i felt like i couldn't be a singer because i didn't write songs because oh, really yeah because i was like yeah i mean think about it you unless feel like you were cheap like not a full artist only had part of it 
I mean, you could be a fad artist that comes in and out. I mean, that's possible. Yeah, Yeah, because think about it. They have to have writers. And so because of that, they're they're manufactured pretty much for a time. You know, maybe it it works. But most of the time, there's at least at least contribution. They're able to contribute to the song a little bit, if not full on, like write, you know, most of it. Uh, but I mean, respectfully, it, it, we don't connect with it unless we feel like they connect <coughs> to it. And if they don't have a connection to the lyrics and, and what they're portraying artistically throughout the song, it doesn't really stick with us. Not really for most You mean people. a song like a, like a good soulful song that really yeah. hits you yeah. and grabs you when you feel the ones Do you that think matter. those are the ones that are strictly from the artist's soul? Maybe, Heart. maybe sometimes they're written by other people. I'm not saying that the there, there's some incredible like I'm, performers out there. Like they don't, they didn't have to write it. They're just they're an, amazing at what they do. But for me, most people are connecting to artists that are writing their stuff. I, like they, I've just, never thought like, about that. I, I always assume that they're the ones writing it when it's yeah. Not I mean I no, mean not with like radio pop hit type stuff there's a lot but of like, collaborating a lot it's like yeah. hardly ever one person that writes the whole thing it's usually multiple people and my album is just two i mean i have an engineer andy engineered it dan meacham my producer he did all of the mixing very talented at the mixing you have an album yeah. out yeah it's called raise the frequencies raise of frequencies raise the frequencies raise the frequencies mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I'm pretty impressed we did it in that time frame, honestly. How I long mean, did it take? I mean, it, I started, I recorded, um, I've recorded some of his songs. I did some um, contribution to that, but I started writing, writing, like I said, last January. It was like before that, I'd never even tried just, to, I, I did write a song once. I didn't realize like that wasn't like really usual, just like pull a song out of, thin air because i didn't write you never tried writing before i mean if you've been singing for so long how come you never tried to write i just didn't i didn't play (laughs) i just i didn't i didn't grow up like our family couldn't afford instruments you know like you know writing's free yeah but but i didn't know the scale i didn't i think i i did a couple voice lessons so i learned a little bit but it's not yeah we just we couldn't afford that stuff so i just didn't learn and then here i am with this producer who has all these tracks who's like hey here try it why not and i'm like okay it just started pouring out of me i wrote i wrote on almost every single one he sent did you have any inspiration behind these songs like what what um where did these where did all of a sudden a lot um i well one thing is i had a goal that year to try to read a book a week i didn't make it quite that i made like 40 or something 40 books yeah um, wow i and um holy cow. it was very That's stimulated impressive. it was i was very stimulated and i didn't i didn't focus on dating i didn't focus on, i was like pure focus goal focus i had all these out like That's my fascinating, fridge had Janelle. magnets everywhere of like all my my goals and I, were you reading strictly one book a week like like you would just have yeah. one or would you have like a few um, I, you know, it's like it, reading a couple I books at the same hop time around. I'm one of those, like, I like at the gym, I like to hop to three different types of uh, cardio because I get bored, you know, like I'm one of those people. So I'm kind of similar with everything, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. I like to hop around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Um, yeah, no, Go on. I, <laughs> I'm starting to question myself now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> maybe I do have issues. 
No. Um, no. <laughs> uh, maybe. We all do. Mm. I can go on about some of my issues if that would yeah. make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I wear mine on my sleeves. I don't give a shit. Me too. Yeah, it is what it is. Because <coughs> uh, I, I think more of us need to because everybody needs to get over the facade that, you know, like everybody's life is perfect. And the Instagram facade. And glittery. And yeah, it's bullshit. Hold on. I want to go back to these uh, books. Yes, books. Well, no, I'm really. My, f- no, my brain just got very like overstimulated. Like I just, I, and I was all input no output and i just channeled i don't know it, he had these beats and i was like all this you know thought processes i've had i'm like this needs to be lyrics in a song it needs to be affirmed over and over again well, People, did you get the beats after your one book a week um i started that year so it started at the beginning of january i started reading books what so kind of books did you it was simultaneous did you pick like certain um i did you started have a list with of like a couple 52? biographies like i think i started with like trevor noah's novel and then like uh chelsea uh handler yeah and you know i started i love comedians that are smart and have interesting minds and i started with that so the first song that came to me where it felt like me, like really me, was Take Your Power Back. It was like, and it was when somebody like really hurt my feelings that I grew up with, like belittled the fact that I was trying to do music for no haters. reason. Nobody like had heard it. You, you got to take them haters. You got to, you got to, I love, I love a good hater. I love a good hater. Yeah. Oh it, my God. It to make your fuels me. It, it, it does fuel me. I will say a good hater will fuel me. Rightly or wrongly, it just it did it in this does. scenario. It very, very much did, and I, the lyrics came to me: "Gonna roll it, don't sweat, take a minute, flip it. They try to hit, dodge it, don't care a bit. They'll quit. Gotta let it slide. Take that power back now." So yeah, it was mm. like. I wanted something, yes. and you know how many times that song yes. sends since I've recorded it that it's calmed me down. That's all I wanted. I wanted I wanted songs to work out too, because I was like, I want songs that pump me up at the gym. Like I'm already wanting to empower myself. So I want Joe Budden, pump, pump, pump it, pump it up. Yeah, see stuff that makes you feel like, yeah, I'm charged, and I want and I wanted songs. Gotta get like them beats that. per minute up. Yep. And and so that's kind of I mean that's what EDM is. It's right. very upbeat, right. like pulse music. So that's what they're headbanging to these days. You know, I kids are breaking their necks to the EDM. <laughs> they're breaking their necks because they're they're you know playing with stuff that they need to probably be a little more careful with. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, well, I mean, I'm not ju- whatever. Everybody does it sometimes, but they're I'm saying like those crowds are they're usually on a lot of stuff. Do not stereotype them. <laughs> How I've seen you? it firsthand. No way. I believe all of those people uh, are high on life and yes. water. They're they're Glow actually but they're so loving and like, you know, I can't really like hate Isn't on that it. the culture? That's yeah, not the drugs, it's, it's the culture. <laughs> it's totally the culture. Totally culture, brah. And the lights just trigger happiness <clears throat> and joy. I've never been yeah. to one of these uh EDM shows. I had a I had a show recently, uh, a episode recently with uh Alex Chang. He goes to those a lot. He said he was going to invite me to one, so I'm still waiting on it. Yeah. I better hit him up to remind him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't blame him. He's probably like, dude, I'm not bringing a 40-year-old to a fucking EDM show with me. <laughs> You're going to look a little perverted. Well, no, I will shave. Yeah. I can look <laughs> a lot younger. <laughs> no. I, I can uh, put some, I, you know, I, an outfit together that looks all, I, <laughs> that won't be me. I'll just, it'll be me trying to be a young EDM goer. 
No, I could, I would have to go as me. Yeah, I I've never been, you know, the pasty girl with the netted. I've just never I've never done the thing like that. Well, and I I think growing up Mormon, I was, you know, very conservative up to when I got away from it, and I remember putting my first it was like one of those one pieces where I'm sitting on this like red bed and there's cleavage. Mm. And all the comments were just like I had some friends completely stop talking to me and disown me. Like, I mean, when I started showing cleavage and <laughs> being like more, I don't know, open about things. Like, I just got very, I, when Facebook was doing its thing, my business kind of, like I said, it attracted a bunch of stuff and I was just kind of sick of it at that point and I got very philosophical on that thing. Like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I just, I was very open book, told people how life really was. I was and it was probably about six seven years ago that I came out about my sexual assault it was like a long time before this big thing happened about your I, sexual assault a rape yeah oh I my gosh you it. can't just drop that and that like everybody's <laughs> heard about your rape I've no, never heard but, about but, this thing but it's common whoa it's common and that's the truth I'm not belittling I'm very progressed I work for I did I'm moving now but I worked for MOXA here in Kansas City, the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault. Okay. And I trained to go sit into the in the hospital rooms with girls that were getting forensic kits, rape kits. Uh, so, yeah. There's some things. It was hardcore. I, I there's just some things that I see people do that I don't know how they do it. Like I don't yeah. know how. Like I couldn't, I couldn't hear those stories all day, and it not that, affect me. I'm not gonna lie, I had, I had to chill off of it. I did it for a year, like I promised I would, and I had to chill off of it because it was very taxing. Like, there's I, so like many of those, those I didn't things even like that. go that much. I, I mean, I volunteered all the time. Like, I signed up all the time. Thank God there wasn't tons, anything tons, victims of, to, tons of rapes to, in my area. But, but yeah, it was um, very eye-opening for sure that my experience wasn't as much different um, than a lot of theirs. But it varied in, in, in each one. And I realized that position is necessary, sadly, because most people are alone. <coughs> um, so... It's interesting because I, you know, I, I'm at that point, no, that I'm just, I'm able to talk about it because I did it for many years and I attracted a lot of girls that had never, I mean, in guys, it's, lots of guys. I, I, that's one thing I, I emphasize to people. That's why I wrote a whole script about a, it's focused on a little boy who's trafficked, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's intense. But anyways, I'm a, an intense person, but yeah, so the focus to me on, you know, just, you know women sometimes is it defeats the point because it's just a problem in general the um the problem of repression of sexuality and how people treat assault the way most people don't believe the victim it's almost the default and nobody's really stopped to ask themselves why um that tends to be the default most people don't believe uh, the victim is that really true yep, or is very, that perceived? very much true very much true and i see i see it over and over again i've sit in these ho hospital rooms where you know, even what the is that about? Is it because a lot of the time, I guess I, I guess I should probably not open my mouth, or I will sound extremely ignorant. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna. Yeah, I'm well, not gonna speculate. I, 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 when I did this position, which but why anybody wouldn't? that does want to in Kansas City, I encourage you to, if you have the capacity, like please do because it's needed. 
But if you want to train for that position, you're going to study a lot of national statistics. They give you multiple studies. So you're able to see. Well, the, wherever you're, the, wherever the you're listening to this, wherever your yeah. local place yeah, is. Yeah, you can look it up. Be... The Octavia. I, I have to look up the. I'll, I'll give you the links. But there's ways that people can train themselves. They can learn. They don't have to take anybody's word for the, the statistics. Say it. It's very rare that people d- give false accounts. And we, we hear the more extreme, like, you know, you. Yeah, when you're in high up positions, you're going to have false accusations. You're going to have people that are going to make, you know, false stuff so they can get money out of you. That happens. That happens to every single person that's famous, male and female. Sure. It's not a good scenario when you get, you know, really, really They powerful, should get the book thrown at them. You know, but those, they those ruin women it for should... people that are that are, are in real terrible scenarios. Um, but I do feel like the false ones do attract the, the limelight from time to time. So then people tend to believe that that's the default like oh these girls are doing stuff for attention or they're doing it for money that's usually not the case that's very rarely the case it is a nightmare you're scrutinized most people treat you like you're a whore like you did it like somehow you asked Mm. for it it's it's the most demeaning experience that you'll ever go through trying to turn somebody in was more traumatizing to me than any of my prior rapes because i had been assaulted many times wow really that is it was I don't way know more anything. traumatizing this is, turning somebody in. This is a, yeah. a world I'm not familiar yeah. with whatsoever. Yeah, it's an intense one. It's a little rabbit hole. But here's the <clears> thing. <throat> I mean, I progressed to that point where because of that first th- that first time I opened up, it was not a good idea because I wasn't healed yet. And I like a, like I was like bawling my eyes out for days and it wasn't healthy at all. The second time I was much more empowered. I, I like realized where I was at. Like, look, open up to this, who? Like, like uh, I put it up on, on a post. Uh, you know, did you open up before that to like uh, a no, therapist or a, or a family member or a close most friend? People like it when it happened for weeks. I didn't tell my own family. Most people didn't just he had a pretty loud mouth. He was a football player. Of course he was. It, and, and so he like told a lot of people, but I didn't say anything for years. I didn't. Say he anything. told a lot of people. Yeah. He was publicly mocking me. A friend of mine publicly mocking you for what? For turning him in for rape. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. Wait. <laughs> this piece of shit yeah. raped you I and then got pissed off that you told on him for raping you? I, d- I wasn't even smearing what? his name. He was the one talking publicly. Like, yeah. And I would go to public places and he'd have What's he doing right now? Crowns. I don't know. We're, we're yeah. like, what he prison has, can we write him I, at? No, <laughs> I wish, but I think I scared him off of it and that's why I'm glad I did it. I know nothing was done. I know they treated me like it was my fault. The detective did. Um, what? Whoa, whoa, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. He even publicly, I have a screenshot of him thanking the de- the detective. Um, yeah. he Small like, town? No, no. It's Salt Lake City is like they call it. Oh, you it, were in the. Yeah, it's Small like Lake s- City. They call it for a reason. What is it? Yeah. Small, small Small Lake, Lake City. City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mormon, huh? It's just a, it's, it's kind of like it's a big city, but it, it kind of, you, especially if you run in certain circles, you. you Utah get, Jazz. Does John Stockton <laughs> still live there? Probably he's got the hook up there. He's got those, um, what do you call it? The the dealerships. Yeah. Of course he does. With uh, Malone. Carl know? Malone, yeah. baby, the mailman. They, they call the dealerships from Stockton to Malone. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, they're all over. But yeah, I, I actually was pretty obsessed with the jazz. Yeah, I was. I was pretty. Were you? With them. Yeah, for a while. And they were the they were the hot ticket for a while. I yeah. mean, seriously, Carl yeah. Malone and, and John Stockton, they were. Uh, yeah, well, they were, <clears throat> and then I, I don't know, but when but I, but that's all I can think I of. There, that's all I can think yeah, of. The Utah Jazz. They were, that was when I was younger. But Why were they the Jazz? Why the hell were they the really Jazz? It's a really weird name. It's a really weird. There's name. no Jazz I've in never Utah. I, I don't. I don't. I, I tried. I. 
Your black population is like 1%. (laughs) You guys don't know what jazz is. Where did that come from? Yeah, they are. They're about 1%. Why weren't they Utah Utah, uh, Mormons? The Utah door knockers or something. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I shouldn't say that. Door knockers. But I mean that they that's they, the they first time, uh, yeah, I, I just made it up honestly. Yeah, I mean it's because the they've door. knocked on my fucking door many a time. The door knockers. But they're the sweetest, yeah. nicest people. No, Mormons no, are the nicest I, people I, on earth. I'm gonna tell you. I had a designated driver in high school. Years of my life. That was, was Mormon. That was a, that was a good Twenty-seven. El Salvadorian <laughs> Mormon, huh? I'm still a good woman. I'm just, you know, I'm telling you, it did ingrain a lot of really good things in me. It really did. Of course. But, no, it's not I mean, of all course. bad. It wasn't all bad. Structure. I was in the more, you know, liberated Discipline and structure, right? women, you know. Uh, but, you know, it's progressed since even because it does. It pretends they don't change. They use these lines and it's like, no, it's changing constantly. What is? Um, the church itself. What Mor- it the Mormon church? Yeah. What it doctrines, what it, pro- you know, like the prohibit. I mean, the prohibitions, the, the who you were I, allowed to get the priesthood. I, Women I used very, to hold priesthood. They now don't. It's I don't. Just I, I got to be honest. I don't know. I really don't know anything yeah, about Mormons. It's a lot. It's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down to. It's way too much. It's like it's. We're, it's I know the stereotype stuff. Yeah. You know, I can joke about it because they've knocked on my door or whatever. <laughs> but, and and then so, I know and then I know about the silly thing about people. We really are. Like, here's what I know. They're the nicest people I've ever met. They don't they don't drink. They're nice. They can. There's sex of them that are polygamists, uh, and they probably that's probably one of the revisions you're talking about. Yeah. Um. And then what else? Another. They're super nice. They don't drink. They like polygamy. They have a lot of kids. I don't know. I think. Uh, oh, golden underwear. No wait, golden tablets. What? What were the, the tablets? Joseph Smith was a con yeah, man at 14. <laughs> yeah. It's the golden it, well, tablets they, and the seer stone and go, and the underwear, the secret garments. underwear or whatever. Yeah, they're called garments. I know yeah. nothing about it. I just yeah. heard some funny thing about that from Mitt yeah. Romney or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, these are, these are word associations yeah, okay. for me. No, I'm sorry. That was, that was I'm extre- actually pretty good. I'm, 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 I am admitting to you how ignorant of, I am when it comes to the Mormon. You'd be surprised. Most people don't know that much. You know, I mean, unless you're in Utah where everybody knows at least something if they aren't one. Uh, but no, I grew up here and people looked at you like, you're Mormon? I just look and at like, you as you're like probably a, they really would nice. A, <laughs> you're like, no, they bring on a microscope some people. They have all these questions. They didn't. I get it. It's like yeah. Scientology. I mean, there's yeah, not much yeah, of a difference, very right? Similar. Yeah, I, I think everybody does. You guys get your own people. planet? Yeah, well, you can if you get to the highest glory of the highest glory. See, I knew, I, knew, I knew even more now. <laughs> well, you can progress to that point. I mean, this is a never expanding Who's universe, populating that you know? planet? You know, but I, you have to earn the... Elon planet. Musk? Of course, you know he's already passed <laughs> that's the why test. He's, that's why he's yeah. sending out cars already. Yeah, he's here like already. playing around on our planet. He's like, man, I'll just hop on this one. I'll see what's yeah, yeah. I'll make some things. <laughs> Is Elon Musk the ultimate Mormon that has already gotten his own planet They're and multiple planets, and now he's here? He is heard, a, a Mormon I, alien. I heard that you oh know Joe Smith was messing with them drugs, man. Who was he? They all were, man. What kind of drugs? I don't know. Mushrooms. Isn't that what the burning bush was? Uh, that was DMT. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, uh, uh, the the, aca- the acacia bush, the acacia mm-hmm. tree. Yeah. So it's very possible that all these leaders, they all see the same stuff. They're like, hey, dude. Well, tripping, man. 
We'll let you know what's up. We're trying to make the planet more peaceful. We keep trying to tell you. Was guys. Joseph Smith trying to do that, or was he trying, trying to? to well, he's trying to get laid. Was he too. trying to bang a bunch yeah, of was, chicks? He was trying to get. Oh laid. shoot! Yeah, but he had some. He had some. You know, mm. he dropped some wisdom in there. He did. Did he? Yeah, he did. He dropped some wisdom. Like what? Like um, the a Native Americans. Native Americans are are. What is the Native American <laughs> thing? <laughs> they killed some of those, but so no, 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 no. There's a. Everybody <clears throat> was so bad to them. Native Americans were the lost tribe of something. Israel or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know more about my religion than I do. I don't even know. <laughs> um, it's yeah, coming back to me, I, damn it. I, mm, <clears throat> yes. And then there was I a was, rich Mormon I that's, was that was... I was an Israelite person of a certain heritage, uh, but I don't remember what Okay, it was. yeah, yeah. There's some kind yeah. of... The Native Americans were some kind of lost tribe of Israel. Ephraim. That's what it was called. And there was a really yeah. rich Mormon that was like, believe this and said, yes, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Paid to have a DNA test. And no, no, it wasn't true. Uh, I believe. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. People can inter- n- internet check me. I believe <laughs> the Native Americans need, uh, were those, uh, were Asian. Google people. Right. Look it all up for you. Asian descent. Sure, I I have no clue, and we shouldn't even try. I like trying. Yeah, good good try. Fact check me on that. It was further along in the further check. You know, knowledge that I had about the thing. So yeah, no, I I don't know. It's a very interesting religion because you know it emphasizes family, which is a very beautiful thing. You have an instant community anywhere you go, but it is basically a giant pyramid scheme. No, uh, it's like any or corporation. It's worth a lot of money. It's it's got its heads. It's got you know, it, its protectors and its cover ups and its right. whitewashing. That Brigham Young history. dude was an interesting and fella too. Yeah, he kind of ruined it all. Yeah, like Joe Smith had his issues, but Brigham Young came in and he was yeah. like really ruthless, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. he was racist. He would I mean he's yeah he was. He was he had like fifty wives, but he even like sent Dang, men on wish. He sent men on missions and like married their wives. This is crap they don't tell you growing up. And when you you have the internet and you have a brain and you start yeah. to like stop believing you're not allowed. What to does the Mormon Church it? do now that the internet like the internet's uh, <laughs> popping and cracking this day and age? It's, it's a- you know it's 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 ruining a lot of religions out there. Um, yeah, but no, I think for the most part, you get so caught up in the community of it and you're, you're brainwashed your whole life. You're literally, you spend so many hours per week at that church and indoctrinated and rituals that, yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's repeated, repeated, repeated. And you do, you, that is what people don't understand. Brainwashing is having those things repeated to you on a regular basis. It's not some like hidden program that like, you know, you know, it's like, is it, that's all that, that, that has to be. It doesn't have to be a frequency that sent you know, through your phone at certain point, you know, it's, it's, it's just repetition of bullshit. And you, especially when you're young, that's when you're impressionable. That's when everything, when you're a sponge and you're just soaking it up. Yeah. So that's what I knew. And I, I, I was devout to it. I believed it wholeheartedly. You did. Yeah, I did. I really did. I was convicted. I was, I was hardcore. You're hardcore. Nothing could change your mind. I'm a straight up Mormon, big G. Yeah. Cannot fuck with this. I'll I got the you. I got the golden garments. You can't see nothing. I wore them. I'm gonna have on my own planet. I'm gonna have a husband that's gonna have seven or eight sister wives. I am down with the clown. You were down exactly. with Exactly. What changed what what happened? 
Well, first off, dating sucked, as you can imagine. You're, no, I you're, can't imagine. Yeah, your pool. <clears throat> Why did dating is, suck? Is, if you're around, your pool all is nobody. You you have what? Where? There's how many in Salt Lake City on the planet? Let alone, yeah, and they're like ninety percent douches that are Mormon. It's really hard to explain. I've dated these, and I, for du- some Mormon reason, I attract. Dudes are I, I attract these guys probably from growing up so conservative, but they grew up really conservative, and you tend to be the thing that's like breaking them out of that, and they just. What do you mean you are? Bullshit. You're a Mormon. Like if you if we have a relationship and we do anything at all that is outside of the strict sexual standards like they act like you're like uh, like the spot well why are they why are they implying that you're gonna do that because we're we get in trouble if we wear sleeveless shirts we're blamed but you were doing that men at all if we're like for like that's one thing people need to focus about religion and what's been taught in cultures is that we are responsible as women for whether or not men are attracted to us and like we're not allowed to be sexy or whatever and not intend, please be sexy intend for somebody to harass or abuse us or assume that we're asking for something i don't even it, but, but that's <clears throat> oh but that's that's the synopsis because it, it is that like but that's what i'm saying me wearing sleeveless shirts why should that have been a big deal like i didn't oh, know you were doing that oh, you got I, a long sleeve sweater oh, on right shoulder is going to tempt him to the point where he can't handle it anymore and he's going to break his vows with God. You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's 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 the shame that's put around all of it is just BS. But but when you were a devout believer, you weren't God. thinking about that, no, right? I would So was I'm, I'm, I'm asking for masturbating and I would spend months repenting for it. Okay. Like seriously, no, this is how sure. and the boys live like that too. Right, right, right. They but and I, it's oh, but so I'm saying where when was the shift from super devout, I masturbated, now I'm gonna repent for three months. When does that start to change to <clears throat> you're sitting across your from me having lobe, a margarita? Your frontal lobe grows. So twenty five. That's around when it twenty seven. It's, it's, it's about tw- yeah, yeah. So it's a most of us, yeah. You, really? you start to see it, and, and it depends because it just really depends on the it different really scenarios. It really was the... Yep, I, I've seen it like clockwork. It's so many people, that's when it hits them. It depends on a lot of different things because there you are... You want to explain there's, there's for people, people that maybe like, don't understand the... The, the frontal cortex? Well, it's or? just your, your decision-making area, prefrontal or c- cortex, uh, is not fully developed until your mid-20s, which is why a lot of people should, like, why girls, you shouldn't even think about dating a guy seriously unless he's 26 or older. I had that said to me. It is just, that's straight up the truth. Uh, but, For you yeah. ladies that are between 18 and 25, <laughs> yeah, I am a, your man. I am 40 <laughs> years old. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to take real good care of you. Yes, uh, sadly, probably you're better off with this douche. But yeah, no. <laughs> what did you say? What did look you at your say? face. Look at your face. What did you just say? Wait, I forget that's actually kind of offensive to people, but I say things playfully and I don't think about it. But Darry, did you call me a douche? Is that mean? Is that a mean thing to what say? What was your intention behind it? Playful. All right, I'll play ball with you. Okay. Play ball with you. If you're going to call me a douche, I got. I, don't you worry. I'm going to get you. I already you. told you. You can call me any word you want. But I would never. I don't care. I but really I don't. do. Words no. matter. No, they don't. Words matter. There are bad words out there that we should never, ever, ever use. Nope, there's bad intentions. <clears throat> you and I had this conversation the other day. Yeah. I guess we don't need to repeat it. <laughs> I guess the world could know, but I don't care. It's just simple. It's If it's a cuss word and you're saying it, it's all how you intend it. I don't care whatever people can get offended by anything but people do get offended by everything i've i'm just people are always gonna get offended you know like come on except for my podcast people don't get offended on here they have listened to my craziness for (laughs) 75 plus episodes now 
the ones that have been offended, they're long gone. They're long gone. And now these people are. They're, they're chill. They they're, know what's they, up. They, don't, they yeah, like it. That's what you want. You know I what? want my people, people that understand. Well, I think a little. most people need to start feeling that way instead of trying to impress the whole world. I think it restricts people's creativity. Oh, their, no, no. You, you know, have to like you know, me for like, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I think because of social media, we're having more exposure to more, you know, vast amounts of, you know, variety of people. So everybody's doing this sort of generic stuff that they know works that will fit the masses or, you know, whatever, just something that works like TNA or, you know, whatever, just a a formula that tends to cycle the same thing. TNA because guys are dumb. Well, to to think that that's something that they can monetize on. I mean, well, some of them do. I mean, they do. I've been doing squats like a motherfucker. I am going to try to monetize this ass. I got some nice booty shorts, some boy shorts. I'm doing my squats. What? I mean, I got a rump little peach back here. Don't you Don't you get it twisted now? I'm about to throw that up on IG. Neander Peach. Neanderpeach.com. Hashtag rump little peach. Rump little peach right here. Um, uh. I, dare, I dare you to put a speedo on and <laughs> make that a real meme. <laughs> you got to do it. Well, if you can if, write it down right now on your phone, on your little notes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then send it to me, and I'll go buy a banana hammock and throw on the rump little peach on Instagram. Think I won't. I am proud of my ass. I don't know if I will remember that. I'm feeling this. You're feeling yeah. already? I'm on to my uh, second one, and this one's pretty stiff. I don't drink that much. I did. I, I've gone through phases, but not right now. I haven't really been drinking. Well, you're Mormon, so you shouldn't even be doing this. Hey, one thing I will say, because <laughs> I went in and out of like a rebellious streak like in my 20s. I want to say it started 17, 18, up through my late 20s. I was like... Describe rebellious for... So, like, I was Mormon, then not Mormon, but I still kind of, like, hung on to it, you know? So, I was like, but then I just rebelled hard like it was like the pendulum would swing i'm like oh let me try this let me try that let me try this let me try and it was like going from being like super buttoned up to screw everybody and everything not screw don't like okay hook up yeah (laughs) like i meant like screw it like i don't care like i don't care about people's expectations or whatever i just did what I wanted to do and and push the limits. And, but it was rebellious for me. For most of the world, probably I seemed kind of mild in some ways. <laughs> right. But in the but Mormon world? But I don't know. World? Yeah, yeah. In the Mormon world, I was hardcore. I did have some stages. Don't get me wrong. But it was mostly experimentation. I was never caught up in anything crazy. I never did any, like, I never got addicted to anything or, like, you know, had any, you know, did a football team or something outrageous. Swallow that court. Inside joke, everybody. And a good one at that. What the hell are you talking about? We had a joke about uh yesterday at the uh, inside joke to myself, everybody, not even to you. Remember talking about that? We were talking about swallowing a quart of never mind. I really don't know what you're talking about. Was I feeling that Merlot more than I You were probably yeah, we were talking about uh soccer soccer team. Oh, Oh God! Oh God! Might be coming back to you now. Yeah, just a new subject. Ugh. Please, <laughs> I've offended her. She said she could. It wasn't going to happen. I got just her. Putting it in that context. Yeah, made it, like, really nasty. It is. Well, it wasn't uh, supposed to be a beautiful <laughs> statement. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's busy work. 
Yeah, no. I mean, it, I will say that it definitely made me more prude in some ways, but I grew up in a family that's also very open in that way. Like, there's particularly some family members that I'm close with, my cousins. I don't know, just the way my brothers are. It just, we're very honest about everything, like, in general, which makes for really loud and intense conversations. But sexually, I have some people in my family that are just like, you know and so I grew up with crude humor and it was just stuff that was said I just thought it was normal to say it because it's funny and who cares but I realized I'm talking about (laughs) but I realized most the world is very whoa you can't say that really whoa yeah no all the time I get I get backlash for being like inappropriate by who I thought you know, I hear about it. I must be it's in the right circle. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, but I hear about it. it. I'll hear the comments were made about how I was inappropriate around professional people saying stuff that I shouldn't have said. Or and those, come on. But people it, also uh, make up stuff too, so I don't know. But uh, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. it is what it is. But I don't care. I, at the end of the day, I I think I Gotta most people you. know I have humor. I'm not being a you know a jerk. I read people. I know if I'm like comfortable enough to say something like you said earlier when you made that joke that would have maybe offended some women i don't care you know for the most part i'm gonna let you know which one i've said so many the when you the fist thing the oh yeah no ew gotcha again boy you're sensitive god boy you're sensitive i don't want those mental images me neither that's why i'm putting them out there (laughs) aren't that gross i put out the gross that is gross I can't yes. believe that's a thing. I can't believe that's a thing. So, Go on. Not talk about gross yeah, you're right. I don't want to talk about. Like, I don't even want to think about. It. I put it in my mind, and <laughs> hey, now I want I it like out. Crude humor. That's but I too don't crude. Want I've crossed the line. I've crossed the line for me either. <laughs> Your phone's going off. Is it really? Mm-hmm. So to just let it happen. And straight on mic. I don't know. <gasps> how to, oh yeah. No, I don't know who it is. It's probably even better. Marketer. Do it. No, what? I don't know who it is. Even better. A surprise. I got a question for you. Sure. If you want once to. that question, once that phone's done, <clears throat> would you make a phone call on there and, and call somebody? I do prank calls. No. I don't would you know. call Manu? Who? Manu? Don't talk. No. Uh, don't talk about that stuff. No. You wouldn't call him and get him on the show? No. Uh, Just like, hey... Hey, uh, can I can I have him on to do just to just put call him up real quick? I hey, don't Manu, talk about that stuff. The, the, just do Manu's a promo my for friend, me. And I just Manu, told you nobody knows nobody knows who Manu is. Yes. He's just this dude that lives he, down the street. I know he's never gonna listen to this. I know that. I he, but I'm just saying it's just weird. I don't want to talk about it because there are mm. a lot of people that know about that. It's weird. Mm. A lot of people would know that name. It just because he's he, a drug he's, dealer that lives in the northeast Kansas City. You're telling me people know. That dude no. with a crazy story. It's not true. <laughs> How? I, 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 it's unbelievable. Hey, you, you, I've, I've, I've dated some shady people in my day. But right. No, you didn't I'm know he was a drug dealer that. at first. <laughs> and then it came out. Unbelievable. Oh, do you not know that I'm a professional? <laughs> I would not do that to you. Boy, it would be cool to have him call in, though. Yeah, I'm sure. No, that's embarrassing that I like you're even saying this. No, it's right. confident. I didn't know. I didn't know that was the confident part. I thought the other confident part was I the. Can't, who I date, I'm confident about. I'm. I'm Whoa, well, you dated I'm him. Confident. You I didn't. Am. You told. You didn't tell me you dated him. I didn't. Nope. 
Well, okay. I don't know why I thought I did actually, because it just was weird that you were bringing it up. But now I remember why it was brought up. I no no no. You're making it a thing. Mm. What I wanted was I, I you yeah. you turned it down here just so yeah, you know. I did. It's my fault because I thought that you knew that. I don't know. Oh wow. Don't. All I was gonna say, can you just have him call him, call no. him, and put him on the show to be like, hey, this is Manu of blah 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 blah. This is Neanderthal podcast. No. Just to get him on the air. I wasn't gonna bring. I didn't no. know you dated this uh, drug dealing fool. He's not Shut in prison, up. is he? Shut up. <laughs> New subject. New subject. You have got yeah. so many subjects to touch on. I don't even know where to begin. We've bounced around so much because you're keeping me off. You don't want to get me. You don't want me to get too deep into you, do you? No. Why would I? I don't know. Because I want to know. Well, the world wants to know. I'm still interested. <laughs> we got to go back to these books. Oh God! What made you? St- why? Why is that? Everybody's oh God! Everybody's so interested in books. Are they? Yeah. No. You know, I will I'm say interested this in the much. books. I think it's amazing that you took on much. the yeah the I, challenge. What made you challenge yourself to read? Um, I read a book <laughs> that had suggested that, or I don't know actually if it was a book, like or a self help book or something. It might have been an article, but it talked about how a lot of very influential people. That was one thing that they did. That was a common trait. For was, how long was reading a book a week? Nobody does that for. Her. I don't. Oh, they, I take that. They I take that back. Pretty consistent. Well, my, honestly, my grandpa did that his whole life. You can stay if it's a habit. It's a habit. No, I, I wish great I would have kept it a habit. I did. I did keep some things a habit that what I is, made a goal. That, but for the most part, it's not where it was at. It takes seven days to start a habit and twenty-one days to. Yeah, it's it? it's a it's a combination Breaking? of like when you set to no, me goals. No, twenty one to tw- is it twenty one days to create a habit and seven days to break it? I thought it was thirty, but it could be twenty one. I huh. don't know, but I know it's effective uh, right. if you stick with something. But you have to get through the uncomfortable part, the part that where you like are used to doing other crap. So you know, you gotta get comfortable yeah. with the uncomfortable. Yeah, and and so for me with books, I just. You're so I, smart. I'm not. No, not really. I I I don't know. I was a an, I'm an auditory learner, and one of the problems I have is I'm kind of dyslexic, especially with numbers. I have a really hard time. So reading was really hard for me. So having Audible now is way different for me. I'm able to get through way more books. Okay, hold on. I actually listen to them. So people that act like that's not reading a book upsets me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I that's how I absorb. You didn't read the books. For you want to do a book a week, but Audible books. Yeah, well, some of them were handbooks, some of them were Audible books, but yes. Okay. Yeah, some of them were books my friends wrote, so yeah, they were like handbooks. Okay. But no, yeah, I'm. That's how I learn. I I almost remember I like everything that. I hear. So what w- I've heard the argument over and over again. Oh, it's not reading for real. I'm like, it's not. If I sit there, there's a difference. If I mix, if I <laughs> miss something, I rewind it. I'm not. It's to me. It's I'm very attentive with mm-hmm. it. I mean, I can do it simultaneously. I would work on my business stuff a lot of times while I was listening to audiobooks, but for me, most of it was hard stuff that I had to pay attention to. The hardest one was called, uh, I think it was, a, was it a new reality? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember. Yeah, it was. A, no, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, this guy's a freaking genius. It was Thank like a 14 hour book. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that one was hard. The I had to stop it a me. lot. I'm sorry, I'm stupid He's now. He's like, whoop, whoop, I'm ready for a shot. Let's do it. Let's get crazy. You, you want to do a shot? No, we'll wait. We'll wait till you're ready to pee or whatever you wanted to do. You said you needed a break at some point. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yes, they're nice to have. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, hi. Hello, my name is Ryan. <laughs> Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Como esta? Bien, y tú? <laughs> Estoy muy contento. Seguro. That's the extent of uh, my Espanol. I am doing Duolingo. I have a friend that uh, moved here recently from Chihuahua. Chihuahua. And uh, I am trying to learn. She's amazing with English, but I'm trying to do a little Ch- bit of Spanish Chihuahua, with her. Chihuahua, Mexico. Mm-hmm. I like it. You don't, you've never heard of it? No, I just like. It's the biggest state in Mexico. Oh, is it really? It's fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. But it's all mainly desert. I've been to Veracruz. I almost did uh, some business there. Huh. Here, this we got is a the drug best dealer way. on our hands, Listen everybody. To me, this is weird, but like I, I just had no clue what I was doing. I was attracting business like crazy because I sold like crazy. God, there's so much to talk to you weird. about. You're like yeah, a Jill I, I of all trades. Cosmetic company. I don't even. <laughs> I still know like nothing about you. Like yeah. I don't know like your profile. I won't go into how we know each other or met. Yeah, because you haven't insinuated. Okay. I haven't, have I? <laughs> yeah. How? Have. Yeah, when? You have. You've insinuated. What have I Just ins- by how you opened it. How so? What have I insinuated? Oh, so you already we had some matcha and some wine and it's, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when I'm going to have a female on the show. Yeah. A lot of times to make sure that they're comfortable with coming to a single dude's house that his studio is in. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm cool with meeting you beforehand. So, you, you know, have that I'm to because there's freaking creepers. So, out yeah, that's people understand mm-hmm. that that's what our yeah. meeting was. Yeah. So essentially, whatever you're whatever you're you saying, you don't know me. I don't know you either. But you have to be able to get an overall vibe with a person and whether or not you're actually going to have an intentional and decent conversation with somebody. <laughs> right. Uh, that was the I biggest thing you. with me when you said <laughs> podcasts. I'm like, yeah, if I couldn't have, you know, a good conversation with you for a while, like there's no way that we would have a, any fun doing a podcast, you know? <laughs> so you want to find those things out ahead of time outside of the, are you a psycho? That's yeah. on your, yeah, I understand why you would think that. For There's me, and, and on my end, I'm like, come do a podcast. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I know it is. Hey, and I'm, I was open to it. I yeah. just, you know, just needed to meet a person. Maybe Ooh. meet you in a pub- public place and do you make know, sure you're uh, not crazy. <laughs> oh, well, I am crazy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I should be scared. I locked but the I doors like Matt Lauer. I have yeah. a block underneath here that locks that door. You're uh Oh, Matt Lauer lock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, uh, yeah, no. Oh, I, she was going to say something. Yeah, I don't know. Matt Lauer. I know. The joke got in the way of something. Axes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. junkie. Yeah, yeah. Me Straight too. Up. Me yeah. too. Actually, that's a common side effect of PTSD. FYI, what you know, what we were talking about earlier. Um, it's what I I start to teach people that um, look at PTSD as a superpower, because it does suck at first. You're adjusting to it. There is a normal neurochemical reaction, but once you learn how it's kind of changed you, and one of the ways it changes you is that you mm-hmm. you become an adrenaline junkie. It's very common. Wow. Because um, and some people get a little vigilant and and different things like that. But for the most part. 
you're looking for drama. It's part, it's a natural psychological occurrence because you're, you, especially, I mean, if you look at a case scenario of an abusive childhood, they're going to grow up expecting volatility. They're going to even create scenarios oftentimes because they don't understand peaceful scenarios. And, and then they think something's wrong if there is tranquility. It's, it's kind mm. of hard to explain. But um, so there's extreme versions like that. But for the most part, people are craving, like in my case, I noticed after I had, I've been diagnosed twice at 15 and 24, those both times I got progressively, I just desensitized. Hmm. I got, I, I could walk to gang zones in El Salvador. I went to India by myself to visit a sex trafficking organization. Oh man. I jumped a off. A female of in <laughs> India. Yeah. By myself. Jeez. That's like walking into a, a gang full of fucking crocodiles and hoping not to get jacked yeah it was pretty nuts but Fuck i was way that. into it that was actually the biggest high i ever had it was in a day i almost didn't do it because my friend two days before or a day and a half before called me and told me the story of when she was there and that she was almost uh, what did you trafficked. wear she was almost trafficked well, india she, so people don't know india is scary as it's it, fuck. it is i'm sorry it is a lot of people yeah. don't know they yeah. do not understand um, they don't I mean, think it, about it does it. have some like reputations that are over the <clears> top but for the most part it's the the sex trafficking organization that i went to visit prajwalaindia.com please check it out it's, it's sunitha krishnan slow She's, down slow down sunitha krishnan is her name she has a ted talk few ted talks now um she i it's it's a long story how I ran into her and why I visited her organization, but it was a godsend because she totally warped my mind. Just meeting her and seeing her organization was the the most eye opening thing I've I, I had tried to find a legitimate organization prior to that. She's rescued over twenty seven thousand women and children from sex trafficking. Yeah, she is a badass. Hey, yeah, Mother Teresa. Yeah, <laughs> take a back seat. <laughs> You got nothing on this chick. No, I'm serious. I felt Dang. so inadequate. I Dang. like when I was there, I like Imagine all of a sudden felt like everything that I had ever done just like didn't just like I was like, oh, my God, I'm the laziest person alive. This chick did this in India. She's she, probably humble as she, hell. Too. Oh, God, she's the most humble person. Of course she is. I had these moments with her What's that were so intense. I you know, they they were because we were both so guarded. We'd both been through so much crap and she didn't believe that I cared. And, I you know, and I didn't believe she was legit because deep in our subconscious, not not we talked about it. You know, we talked about all this deep stuff, but I looked at her and I said, you know what? And she's been, you have to understand, this woman has had checks written to her by, from Meryl Streep, Reese Witherspoon. She doesn't give a crap. I'm looking at her like, I'm like, I've met celebrity. I've met all that crap. I've met people, whatever. I have never been excited or humbled to meet somebody except for her. I've and I looked her in the eyes and we both teary eyed. It was like. I've never cared about, like, I was in the presence of, yeah. Inspiration? She, yeah. She's been, like, beat up 14 times by traffickers, deaf and right ear because of it. She's changed laws in India. She's taken down policemen, police forces. She's unreal. She lives in India? Yeah. And, and she doesn't want the celebrity crap. We talked about it. It ruined people. It, it ruined her friend, Somali Nam. She got like all these celebrities started jumping on her and she was and she her husband did a smear story and it got cover of Newsweek and she was done and she was doing legitimate work. Yeah, and it's it's like and I why told, can't you do legitimate work after uh, the celebrities get involved? 
it's very complicated. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> well, you brought it up. Uh, but so that seems like a simple question. Was, I just, but it's one of those things that, like, you okay, said, no, yeah, no, like, no, I no, would no, talk look. about it with you, but then I'm like, oh, this is like, no, that's cool. Hey, hey, stuff. no, that's cool. We don't have to go yeah, down that rabbit. Yeah. We don't have to. We yeah. don't have to go down there. Yeah, it's you right. know, people want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, I, I like to ask the hard questions that are going to get out there, but I understand if you uh, don't want to go down that road. Po- sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a simple Hollywood's question. Hollywood's interesting. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So are you true. involved with Hollywood? A little bit. Yeah. So you can't go down that road. You know, it's not that. Because um, Hollywood's very tight and very, yeah. <laughs> very inside. And if you stray away from what Hollywood wants, you kind of get blackballed and kind of pushed out, huh? All right, I'm not gonna hey, look. Look, look, hey, look. Let's talk about something happen. else. Let's talk about something else. Let's know, completely change I, the subject. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm fuck. Okay hey, look, it. I'm not fucking with your paycheck. Let's let's go no, down it's something not, else. I don't have a paycheck from them. Yeah, I'm you possibly gonna... could though later on down the road, yeah, and I'm not gonna fuck right. that for you. <laughs> that's not gonna be me. This fucking gigantic <laughs> podcast that fucking, you know, Epstein still listens to this. He's not dead. Answer it. it. That's your phone again. again. You're okay. not a professional. You're not a professional. We can hook that up to the speakers and put it on here. Yeah, right. She says telemarketer. Her phone's going off in the background. She's over here saying it's a telemarketer, but she has no idea. The phone doesn't pop up with caller ID that says telemarketer. What'd you say? They stalk me, man. Mm, debt collectors. <laughs> No, they're like, they're all, ugh, what's the popular one now? The student loan when I didn't go to college. I get that phone call all the time. We can consolidate your student debt. I didn't go to college. So why are you calling me? Like, it's weird. Are you, There's uh, multiple of them. What? Are your parents from El Salvador? Um, yeah. Are you adopted? <laughs> Both my mom and my dad are from El Salvador, but my mom her mom was uh, half French, half Spanish, so she she's kind of, she kind of looks like more white, uh, you know she just does. And my dad, he he's darker. He's like he looks. The only white. reason why I ask is because <clears throat> Mormons in Utah and El Salvador is an interesting soup. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that yeah. that's is that common. She, she I mean, had, are uh, El Salvadorians no, Mormons? No, she was Catholic. She almost became a nun. My mom. Yeah, but and um, she came to America and probably was humbled by plenty of things that had gone on, just everything from being a mom to the situation in L.A. I'm putting this aside. Yeah. I'm letting you catch up. I want, like, a real, like... Yeah, no, so anyways, El Salvador's jacked. It's jacked. It's It's got MS-13, no, just... DSU, MS-13? DSU-8. It's the deadliest gang in the world. Like I, I didn't know they were. It's it's I guess pretty, they're everywhere, They all got they? deported down there. Now they're rivals down there. They I think they're in everything. Alaska, too. Alaska, uh-huh. really? I didn't uh-huh. know that. Yeah, Think no, so. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it's just a the organization that I met with that worked with me- gang members trying to get them out and their transition over and healing their lives. And the, he taught his biggest thing was like, look, you can go to the prison. Who's biggest to, thing? Uh, Sam Hawkins. Um, he owns an, a, a, an organization called Proyecto Metamorphosis, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> it's Project Metamorphosis, basically. Um, and Vinculo de Amor, him and his wife over 20 Vinculo years del Amor? Yeah, Vinculo de Amor. Oh, Vinculo de Amor? Vinculo de Amor. Means Vinculo lovelings. de Amor. Yeah. So they nurse kids that are on the verge of starvation. They're very, very skinny. And um, 
I, we went to their place a couple times and we fed the kids. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty humbling because they're like in El Salvador. Yeah, there's like a four year old that can't even sit up because he's on the verge of. Well, how starving. does it, how did your El Salvadorian parents come up here and become Mormons? Well, my mom, she like she was my dad was not you know he struggled a little bit with the liquor and she started praying about it, and then two Mormons showed up, knocked on her door. Door knockers. Yeah. Door they knockers. gotcha. You nailed it. <laughs> it was, you know, within a couple of days from what I remember her telling the story. So, you know, she's just, been, you know, the, the timing of how devout the prayer was and when they showed up, she has been hardcore ever since. And, you know, it's Did it a help lot. your dad? Did he stop being an alcoholic? Um, No, not then. She did it, uh, the prayer thing again. And it's really weird because right after that happened, he, I don't, it's weird because like I hear these stories and I don't know. He got paralyzed for a while out of nowhere they had no explanation for it and then he had it made him have to quit drinking <laughs> yeah it was weird where's the uh, where do i sign up yeah <laughs> you see that you felt the spirit and now you're converted where do i sign up <laughs> you know i was just downtown i took my daughter <laughs> to kansas city last i take her every other friday we go downtown and have a little daddy daughter date she's three <laughs> and we were just down there a couple weeks ago and the Scientologists were out hanging out little papers and chatting our ear off everywhere we went. Kansas City's gotten filled with Scientologists all of a sudden. Really? I uh-huh. <clears throat> I mean, they've been here for a while, but they're uh, and they were all over. Yeah. We took the streetcar to different places and stopped off and would walk. It was a nice day. Yeah. And every stop, the Scientologists came up to us and handed us a little brochure uh, uh, thing. And was trying to talk to us and super nice and stuff, but yeah, well, forgot where it, I was going with this. It's a profit machine. It's, but, just, um, it's a lot like Mormonism, Scientology. There, right? But I'm saying, so, so yeah. So the your your dad uh, got healed <laughs> by God from being a Mormon yeah. from the Mormon uh, door knockers. I I don't know if he got healed, but um, you know, here's the thing. My mom had a support system wherever she went, and him being in the military, that was a beautiful thing. The Mormon Church has what they call the Relief Society, which is known as one of the largest women's organizations in the world. Because anywhere you go, if you're a Mormon, you're going to have a secretary, a president, all these women that are part of this group, no matter how small the ward, whatever, all in every city and all over the globe. That's beautiful. That's something I actually think we women should duplicate <laughs> and men should duplicate. I don't know. Just people should duplicate that. Uh, because it's just this instant network that you have wherever you go where you're just there for each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's something that's who just can needed. be mad at that. Yeah. And so I, that, there's plenty of that that was like on a superficial level. Very beautiful. Very wonderful. Because it, I like me not having a dad around because he left more when I was around 10 and they had divorced around then or whatever. So I always had like dads that would come to the daddy daughter dances or, you know, like they, they were like, there was you always daddy like, issues. Oh, every girl does. I'm How a many little, guys. I, ha- I'm a little bit older. If you don't know <laughs> what, you do, what are you doing after the podcast? You're a little bit older. You had me when you are six years old. Yeah, yeah I've got. L- listen, uh, it's no shave November. Have you looked at this? Uh, yeah. I've got some you silver. Got some grays. Yeah, uh, silver. Yeah. Let's call it silver, please. Thank you very hey, there much. There is nothing wrong with. Hey, I don't. They're probably. I probably have some of those going on. In there yeah, somewhere. you do. But I wasn't going to mention it. Do we, did you? Do I really? Big time. You said big time. Mm, you remember? Have you seen Frozen? Oh, shut up. <laughs> 
I was like, how have I not noticed it? And I really, I was looking the other day and I thought no. I might have seen one, but I don't. You're beautiful and young. <laughs> Thank you. But no, I do have some in there. I know I do. <laughs> not quite as many I've as got, yours. Well, listen, look, hold on. Okay. Let me defend I'm myself. I'm I got none up here. It's all here. It's weird. It's all in my beard. It's not in my hair, like my head. Well, guys, you don't have to worry about that stuff. You just don't. I don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, and well, I do. I lied. Either. I just lied. I do. It just it God works. Damn it, it tequila. works for you guys. It just does. Well, it's funny. My sister's got her grays just came in. What would she be now? She's in her she's in her late 40s. And, oh, wow. And yeah, but it looks good. It like looks like she has highlights. <laughs> I told her, yeah. Well, none of my sisters have changed. They just don't like they just haven't changed other than good genetics. They get they get grays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. My cousins, same thing. I don't know. It's my 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 aunt. I saw a picture of her when she was she just didn't. She just never looked her age. She was up in like her 70s and she just looked like I don't know. I'm like, I hope I get some you know of what that. they say. <laughs> El Salvadorians <laughs> don't crack. No, I do. <laughs> Just all at once. That doesn't rhyme. They're like, Rrr. that doesn't rhyme. No, <laughs> it doesn't. But it's a, uh, it's a nice thought. Yeah, I told you I had this great El Salvadorian dude on my podcast. His name was Henry. That moved to Australia when he was like, I don't know, adolescent. <laughs> and and he we were drinking. He, he they brought pot. Uh, they brought uh, tequila. I believe they brought tequila to the podcast. We were drinking, mm. and it was so funny to watch his accent fun. come out the more he drank. Yeah. It was just so funny to see, like, a, a brown El Salvadorian dude talking like an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> the more he drank, it was great. He's a really good dude. I like yeah. that guy a lot. Yeah. Yeah, good old Henry from Esquipula's Coffee. <laughs> Esquipula's? Esquipula's Coffee. Aww. Hit me up, Henry. Let me get you back Aww. on here. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I I can't claim much because I didn't really grow up there. You know, I just I've been there four times. You I just got the nice complexion from there. Yep, just kept the tan from when I was there. <laughs> I'm about to yeah. pay an extra ten bucks at Planet Fitness to get that tan myself. Oh yes, just don't burn all your skin cells off. Okay, y'all okay. keep some of them a little less crispy. <laughs> you don't want them to be so crispy. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's easy for people to bake themselves and try to look like I guess because of the darker skin makes them feel thinner or more lean or something. I don't know what it is, but in other cultures, it's like more popular to lighten your skin. Um, oh, have like you seen? Uh, is it like is it the Japanese that are that have been the Japanese women lately? Within like the past ten years or so, I think they've been having surgery on their eyes to make them whiter. So they I don't even. We do a lot of weird crap. I mean, everybody does in every different culture. I mean, now we we have this weird fad with lip injections to the point. Oh. And the the the. I don't. That's know so what's funny. Is that on, not the weirdest phenomenon in all of the are, world? Are these, these duck are lips? Drop dead gorgeous women. Some of the most beautiful women I had already seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And then they get sucked into this. Like they they think they have to like be perfect. I don't know what I think it's. I do think it definitely Instagram that world's influencing it. Because they want to be their filtered version of themselves. They sit there and they, like, they want to be a real life filter. I've seen people like 
photo tune or face tune themselves. I'm like, do you, we see you in real life? We know, like, at least those of us do see those people in real life. Like, we know you don't look like that. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I dated one. That they looked completely different in person. Like uh, that. She uh, didn't look completely different. Okay, but but the Instagram pictures are. She looks a lot better on Instagram than she, she looks good in real life. But Instagram is like. And, and, and here's the thing: she's she, yeah, she's she'll never listen to this. I promise you that. Maybe she will. I shouldn't say it. <laughs> what do you think? I always. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, she. Uh, she no, she. She says people th- say that she looks better in real life than she does in her pictures. I'm like, eh. Your pictures look pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, well, and, and it's, it's fine, but this is some of the things I hear from guys a lot. Like, I mean, my guy friends will tell me that these. There's been times where girls are. I mean, just completely different. It, it's not they like they, they like the oh, kind of looks at them like, oh, or, you know, are you upset or I mean, or, I mean, are you happy with with what I am like? And what do you say? They know, you know, and it's but in these scenarios, look, just be honest. Like I, I, I told you, I try to throw at least one photo up where I don't have makeup on or really, really low amounts of it. Yeah. Or you know, you want to get you into know, that? Yeah. Well. You have like, dude, this is what you're signing up for. This is what I look like. Yeah, you can glam shot it. You can sit there and try to, whatever, but they need, they deserve to at least see something that is. Can I pull up your profile? What? No. Okay. No. Okay. You pushed the line. I knew you were going to do this. I'm not going to no. do anything. Would you like to take a break? <sighs> you want to take no, a break? Said- I'm letting you off the hook. Let's take a break. Okay, I got to go potty. Okay, go potty. No, Damn. By the- before you guys- we go potty, by the way, my friends did this to me. They put my freaking phone profile up on a TV screen. Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. No, they did this. Three of them sat there. And no, this was hilarious. I'm not going to lie, but I had anxiety so bad the entire time. I wasn't on. Or I think actually, I don't think I was on Tinder or I just started it or something. Are you on Tinder? No, it's up for, but I don't use it. What do you use? Hinge. Hinge. Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah. yeah. You still looking? <laughs> I I'm a what you looking I don't for? look for anything. I'm moving. What you looking for? <laughs> oh, so you're moving. So you're looking for just something uh, no, casual and fun. No, I mean I don't. I'm just fucking with you. I think I start conversations most of the time and just to see what people are about. If something's gonna you know be a little bit more interesting and sprout from something, <clears throat> whatever. But for the most part, I have zero expectations about talking to anybody on this crap. How Let's has take a break? I mean, jeez. I can get better at it. Anybody can get better at it. Look, can they? Yeah. Can I learn? I, to be I a do good? believe that with the right vocal lessons, a majority of people would be much better singers. It, it's just there's a lot of things restricting people from even even now. Like I have restrictions that I've had to move through with speaking just in an expressive way, like instead of just so tight, a lot of people are just nervous and tight and it makes them sound like crap when they speak. Yeah. When they sing, you got the, yeah. your headphones on the wrong side. Is it early? Oh mm-hmm. crap. There you go. It'll, there Sun you go. Shine. It'll just feel better. Yeah. Yeah. That does feel better. Right. But yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah. When, when it comes to singing, I think most people, I mean, there are some people that think they're really good and I'm just, I don't understand <sighs> how, I, God forgive me. I just I don't I don't know how to handle it when they're 
when they're wanting to pursue something with it and they tell me this and I and I'm because I do believe with lessons people could get better but do you give lessons but they think no 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 I'm not there yet on that level could you um, give me a lesson how could uh, I improve? don't sing no, I'm just kidding oh. <laughs> Um, basically your vocal cords are like a muscle, like anything else. You got to stretch it. You got to move your body. It's an instrument. You have to know that this entire thing is an instrument when you're singing. And most people when they're singing are just, you know, super tight and nervous and, you know, and kind of self-conscious about it. And it restricts them in all these different ways. And, you know, for the most part, yeah, not yet. There's some people that have more of a ear and knack and, you know, for, sounding good than others it's just a a more natural ability that came to me more naturally but it didn't it was way different once I had the lessons she just opened me she made me realize like this whole thing was incredible and and I now use all of it and I now have my whole soul in it I mean I I trained for years in acting and until she was like okay now do it like a monologue (coughs) It just clicked in my brain. And you're I was an actress like, too. Yeah, I did. Jeez, that you're a bit. just all. I didn't Jill stick with that. Right. I didn't stick with that. It's too political. It's too. It's too political. Oh god, the you Hollywood get, you stuff. Get, you get hit up constantly for roles, or friends will tell you they're going to give you roles, and they're they're full of it. They don't. It, it's 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 a lot of it is. It depends. There's. I mean, a lot of it is perverts just trying to get with you. But it's not in Hollywood. Where were you doing in, your acting? Smallywood, Hollywood, all of it. What's Smallywood? Uh, Smallywood's in every community. Smallywood is anywhere where there's a casting director that pretty much dictates the whole state. And because of that... Is there they, one around here? You know, own it. Uh, yeah, there is one. There's a there's like a right lard casting is the main one here. I've never been casted in Kansas City? by them. Yeah. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You go up in there and say, hey, yeah, I want to no, be in something? Yeah, no, they have auditions. For commercials? Yeah, they have... Local? Aud- yeah, like mostly local commercials. They do some SAG projects. And those are the going to be the higher paid ones where they want I, any company would want to hire a casting agency because they weed through stuff for you. They like they're producers who want to see the talent and need people for whatever shoot, but they don't want to have to see five thousand people. I don't know whatever it is a thousand people in an area that gets seen for each role. Do a lot you of know? people do that stuff around? I don't. Here? I, I don't think it's that high here. No, that's I'm probably yeah. no L A. It's crazy. Like my friend was a casting director. She said. She had like ten thousand submissions for like day role, day player roles, you know. Jeez. Yeah, it's you Why have to. Even it's, try? It feels like that. And here's the thing, Ugh. I and 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 I called L. A. the city of broken dreams because you know you have all these, and if, it sounds so bad to say that, but it felt like that when I was there. You just had all these people from all over. All over. All over. All over the globe, actually. They wanna, Not right. just the United States. That's the States, dream, right? Right? I mean, that's a very it's Hollywood. This place. is Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. It depends da, on da, the da, art. Da, da, if you're Broadway da, da, or dance, you're going to go to New York. Da, da, but if you're da, da, film da, acting, you know, Hollywood. TV acting, that's where they want to be. So that it, the intensity when they realize, wow, okay, I thought I had this going on because in my own community I was excelling, but I come here and I am one of like 20,000 hot blonde dudes or I'm one of 20,000 hot, you know, Hispanic chicks. And I had fun with it because I wasn't, I didn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there were so many people that I, I didn't even try till I was 28 and you're like one foot in the ground. Oh, you're you past know. your prime. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you're you're like past your... you're in the grave already. You're playing, already you're like... playing somebody's mom, right? <laughs> like those are the roles Not you're going time. after. <laughs> I, but, but that pretty much that's where you get typecasted to. Now I was like always typecasted into something ridiculously slutty and you know, like the 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 woman who 
uh, the hussy that seduces the guy or something, you know. The hussy. You know, like, That's uh, a throwback word, hussy. Yes, I like the word hussy. I, I like the word hussy. Nobody knows that happy. word. I have not heard the word hussy Just in works. a minute. I it's love fun. it. I like it. But yeah, no, I, I I had fun with it. I like obviously I, I still do some. I, I'm not active with the voiceover stuff because I get sent auditions. And I'm always busy. But voiceover, but basically, yeah, voiceover works a lot of fun. I do a lot of different voices for I love what. It. You Cartoons? can do it for um, anything from like a in-house doing a, you know, their instructions for their agency. Mm. You know, you could do it for What have you done? Have I heard anything? Oh, no. No, no, no. What have you done yeah. that's fun? What's a good voiceover? Um, have you ever done a cartoon? I must be allergic to something. My nose is itching all of a sudden like crazy. Have you ever done a cartoon? No. Um, oh, God, it's a dream. Is that that's the dream? dream? That's my dream. Well, the funny thing is. You is, want some Kleenex? Uh, yeah, maybe it's like a hair or something. I don't know what the hell is going on. I can get you a yeah. Kleenex if you need. Hey, was it a booger? Did I have a booger? I have okay. no idea. I Did I have a bear in the cave? I'm not looking. I wouldn't say. Uh, <laughs> um, and my producer that I worked with that I made the album, he actually, his dad was part of, uh, he was the CEO of Taft Media, which was Hanna-Barbera. So their whole... He was the CEO? Of Taft Media, Hanna-Barbera. Taft Media, yeah. Hanna-Barbera. So Charles That's Meech- one whole Charles thing? Meacham. Charles Meacham. Yeah, to Han- Hanna-Barbera. Was now, who is Taft this? Media. Who is this guy? Um, Ch- Charles Meacham is the dad of the producer that I wrote, uh, uh, co-wrote my album with. Well, I... I you I, co-wrote something with a guy that was Hanna-Barbera? No. <laughs> no, no, no. So Dan Meacham is my... The producer, he's known as DeBase. Um, uh, and to, if anybody's confused for a while, he was Mr. Meach, if you saw that on some of my stuff. Um, but basically, Dan Meacham, he... He's been in music for like 20 years, whatever. But him and his dad have like a now a cartoon company called Meacham Media with Tommy Thayer from Kiss. They have like their own little thing going on there. And they they have different projects with that, including like Ernest Hummingbird, which I did just a little bit of work with out there in L.A. And it's like a kid's book um, that he did with Darius Rucker um, and Tommy Thayer, Darius, Darius Rucker, who else? Hootie. Uh, Just call him yeah, Hootie. Yeah. Hootie. Hootie and <laughs> Uh And I forget. Uh, oh, yeah. Peter. Oh, God. I feel awful. I can't remember the last name. Peter. Seller. But you're wonderful. He's a Grammy winner. He's, he did a wonderful job. I can't think of his last name. But anyways, um, they they all did uh, like a children's book where they had him singing and it has like an app and it's, you know, whatever. Where's the Hanna-Barbera coming involved with this? Well, I mean, that was that was Charles's background. So that's just what they're doing now. He did that for 25 years. He was a CEO of that. Of so Hanna-Barbera. That, of Hanna, of what Media, years? Which was over Hanna-Barbera. What years? I don't remember. It's like, you can Google it, Charles Meacham. He's a stud. He's really well-respected. I just wonder what cartoons he was working on. I grew up on Hanna-Barbera. Well, I mean, they did almost everything. I grew up on Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, they did almost everything. I mean, very impressive stuff. It's such a sweetheart, too. He went with me to, I pitched to, uh, so Dan, um, he worked with a a, a few different studios and introduced me to uh, basically Steve Moscow, who is... Oh, he used to be head of Sony Pictures, and now he's head of uh, Village Roadshow, which did stuff like Matrix and whatever stuff like that. Um, it's one of my very, favorite movies. Yeah, and well, and Steve is awesome. I, I mean, I, I I was spent that hour during the pitch with him and Charlie Meacham, and I sat there and I I look, you know, I had researched him, and I have really good res- you know respect for what he's accomplished. He pushed for Breaking Bad. He was he was. I am reason. fucked up. You know what do you mean? Are you to get wasted? <laughs> I'm fucked up, and we did not even drink. Don't put an accusation. Do not put an accusation out there. Hold on. 
Does, that, does that mean allergy? Like, is that weird? Like, I don't. Do you want to? It's just weird. I, I have some children's I, Benadryl I can give you if you think you're allergic to something. I don't know what you would be allergic to. It was weird to. because not, I didn't do anything new. You know, it was the same tequila. I, I, I hope you're not accusing me of something no. devious. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping. Like, no, I think, uh, I think. The nose itching would not be the first symptom of something. I uh, I don't know. You probably didn't see my Instagram before you got over here, but I posted a story of me sweeping and cleaning this place real good before you got over here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You got her done. Doesn't it look good in here? It does. It looks nice, nice good. and clean. Why does it get crazy down here? No, but it, I haven't had a podcast in a week. About a week. And this door, and it's fall right now, and so there's leaves outside of here. So yeah. there's just a bunch of leaves and dirt that was in here. Oh and just yeah. Well, uh, everybody's place gets like that from that. It's yeah. Like so I just swept judges. it out before I, you got here and just well, appreciate it. Just appreciate the spit shine, little. That's right. Waxing. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if you're allergic to. I, I can't. I don't know. Microphone. I'm allergic to conversation. That's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> But anyways, what were we talking about? Who knows? Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Grew oh. up on him. You're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Meacham. Well, that's how we got Hollywood. started. Is that's what he asked me if I sang because I had Hussie that cartoon. Rolls. Yeah, the cartoon thing got it, us. He was never like, did you car- You never did a voice for over cartoons. Yeah. No, I had it. And that's how the how we even started talking. And that's how we started making music. Is it all started from, would you want to audition for, you know, uh, uh, this cartoon thing they had? And, yeah. and you didn't get it, though? No, we ended up making music. <laughs> but you didn't get the cartoon. No, no. Hmm. I, there, I, I mean, it's a little bit like yeah, I'm a little less. It's a little impressed. bit like uh, uh, not like wouldn't have fit in my. I don't know. It's like uh, I worked with a girl. She's really young. She's like 15. Is this guy and even still? She's uh, like a little getting older for it. Is this guy looking? It's a for, young, young book. Is this guy looking for uh, cartoon voices? I got a wide range. I can do something. Let me hear. Let me hear your your skills. Now I'm on the spot. <laughs> no, I have to do it all by myself in a dark room. What kind let's of hear, voice? Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear. I don't know what I could do. What do I got? Um, let's see. Mexican. I had this racist. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Why? Because whatever have, I would come. Why does it have to be racist? Because whatever I would come up. For a reason. Because people would say that's racist. And, no, it's doing an accent for a reason. It's like it's it's you, because you know why. Let me tell you. Let me tell racist. you something because I'm a woke fella. Okay, let's hear. Do not give me that job. You give it to a Mexican. Don't give me as a give white a, cis a male. Do not give do me the job. Accent. Yes, you give that job to a Mexican. <laughs> God damn it. I'm as a cis white gendered male. Whatever. I've got, I've got it too good. Give that to a Mexican. Now, what do you got for me? Wow, I know that was very interesting. You um, like that? I'm well, woke. Well, I do an Indian accent sometimes, and I like to be a little bit silly with it, but do you know that? You look at your face, you're smiling at me that's because you good. know it pretty good. That's very good. <laughs> and that's like, racist, too. Because <laughs> they took a poo. Did, they took a poo, off of, a poo off of The Simpsons. Do really? You, because it was racist? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep, I he hasn't been something. on in years. Because it was a racist was he, character. Did he sound like that? I don't know. I don't watch that show. So I don't he know. sounded, yes, basically like that. And he had a whole bunch of kids. And it was kind of like they had some stereotype Everybody stuff. Everybody to just calm down. <laughs> yeah. I don't, to me, like, I mean, a lot of those things, like, I don't know. Even when I was, you know, ingrained with something and I thought I could get really offended and then a cartoon or something made fun of it. It's just like you should be flattered if something makes fun of it. You know, it's just it's somebody fixated and taking the time to make a big thing. I don't know. 
<laughs> I, don't I mean, if you got haters, you're doing something I don't right. Know. And if haters are flattering you in that way, take it. Take it. Yeah. I, if you have people that are spending time looking yeah. at you and researching you and doing whatever, exactly. spending their time on you, but they're haters, you've won. Yeah. You've already won. Yeah. Well, and I think people need to recognize that anytime somebody fixates on them. It's like, look, be flattered by the fact that somebody has that much time in a day and has obsessed on it this much. In time, they'll evolve, move on, you know, and... I used to, you know, it, it's weird because people attract weird stuff sometimes. If you're even out there at all, you put yourself out there at all. You even doing this podcast, eventually you're going to attract weird stuff. It just, it happens. Oh, it's true. I, it's already happened. Yeah. It's I just, it have doesn't... stories for days. Well, and, and that's part of putting yourself out there is that it's yeah. not like it's a risk. It's just more. Mm, it is. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it is of, a risk for me. Yeah. I think anybody, you have to realize you're, if you're putting any part of yourself out there, that's, it's like, you know, getting rid of your privacy. Yeah. It's risky. It's a know? risk. I've put it out there and it's, it has been taken advantage of and used against me. Yeah. And I still continue to do it because whatever. Well, you have to get to a point where you are <clears> no longer dictated by, the you know whatever consensus in your mind of what people think about you because once you get to that point oh i'm real and raw nobody gives a shit nobody really gives a shit nobody like like ultimately you're gonna have people that will fixate for with you for a period of time in their life for whatever reason that they're you know they've chosen to or you've done something that have attached them whatever but for the most part nobody gives a shit about you you're they're all stuck in their own head they're all dealing with their own bs they're all dealing with their own problems and and you know we have to get into our heads that our decisions cannot be made for our lives off based off of pleasing everybody and looking good to everybody because the second you let go of that, you're just free. Like, I just put an album out. I didn't give a crap. I was like, I knew it was going to get no marketing dollars behind it. I don't. I can't make music videos. I have no way to promote it. It's going to look like I'm some just, just chick trying there. to make some music that, that's never going to do anything. I don't give a crap. My art's there. I've already started getting some people that appreciate it. Great. Those few random people, if that's all it ever touches, I I made a difference in those few random people's lives and, and gave them something to bop to. We have these I- idealizations about being famous or big or whatever and realizing you're going to attract everything that comes with that. The good, the bad, the ugly, the wonderful, it all comes with it because you're you're now open to the scrutiny. How do I find you? I'm on my phone right now. Oh, I feel God. like such an ass. I'm not going to play anything. <laughs> I just want to know. YouTube would be easiest. No, I, how about Spotify? I'm on Spotify. Okay. Do how, you have the premium? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Janelle Rush. J A N E L L E space bar. No, just Janelle. Oh well, yeah, just okay, space. Space bar Rush R U S H. Janelle so, Rush artist. It's pop EDM. It's just basically very Mars Landing. Like, oh yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Mars well, look Landing. at that. It's got 2,500 uh, listens on Spotify. Yeah, Mars does. Watch this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna subscribe to your thing. Mars is pretty hot, actually. I if I did something. Can like we that. listen to it? Yeah, we can listen to it. This one came from our friends in the space community. That's another long story. Would you like to go <laughs> use the restroom and while it's blow while it's your playing. nose while it's playing here? God, it's just weird. But yeah, give me a minute here. Let me. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna go away. It's just I have it's something agitating it. There you go. Yeah, go do your thing. You gotta rise. Who else gonna do it? You gotta rise. Together, there's nothing to it. 
what you know about that? Uh, uh, uh. Ooh, you ready to drop this molly? Come on, Earthlings, your planet is getting weird. Sing it. Get in that mic. Together, there's nothing to it. Together, there's nothing to it. Huh, yeah, get it, lock it, load it. That's your jam? Boom, that's your jam? Um, It's a fun one. I I mean, I have favorites. World of my... World, you do have favorites? You're not supposed yeah, to have world favorites? Yeah, um, uh, World of Our Own is my favorite. Okay. It's just deep. It's deep. It's like it, but the beat's actually just, it's just a hot beat, and it's and its lyrics are, I don't know, I like it. Guys, go check that shit out. Go check uh, Janelle Rush. You guys saw how easy it was to get on there. Put yeah. That, uh, I'm on uh, YouTube as well. JanelleRushMusic.com. Can you freestyle? Like, what do you mean? Can you freestyle? If I put down a beat, can you freestyle? Probably. Really? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Should we give her um, a... Uh, are you talking about rapping? Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not as skilled in that department. But I do d- some rapping. Hmm. Why don't uh, you want to try something? You yes. want to try some rapping? Let's try it. Little five fingers of death. I can rap for you right now. Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to give you a beat. <laughs> I know. I'm going to give you a real <laughs> beat. Settle down. You ready? All right. Let's do it. Tell me if you want it louder in your headphones or. Okay. Louder. We good? We're good. He's yeah. wearing a shirt, Los Poyos, bitch. We're here, pitching a fit. We're talking in a mic like we got nothing to do. I don't know how to rap, so I'm just gonna shoot. <laughs> keep going, yo, keep going. Let's do it, come on. I don't know how to flow. Last night, I was with a really pretty hoe. We <laughs> uh, I don't know how people think on the fly. I got to rap to get by, but we all sing some sort of jam. Somehow we're going to be a fam. I don't know how to make up things with a rap and diamond rings. I don't know. They talk about bling all day and something about hey. <laughs> Snorting yay. Yay. So the lyrics I wrote, let's see if it'll work to this beat. Hold on. Yeah, another beat coming here. It's a five different okay. beats. It's like 20 different songs in one. Uh, 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 uh. Let that dream bop, let that beat drop. Mm. Mm. In Kansas City, no girls are pretty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm with my bitches. We're gonna see some riches. The fellows ditches. Online, they're always swapping left and right. Nobody knows how to just sit down for a minute. Somebody's got to show boys how to be in it. I don't know how to sing on the fly. Damn, yeah. I make up beats every night. Yeah. Uh. But this is what we do in the studio. Mm. Improvisation. 
is how it goes. Damn, that was good. Keep going. <laughs> this is how songs write. We just every day and night. We just let it come out. We're not afraid to shout. Fly guy. I don't know, everybody thinks I'm a girl And they don't know how to give me a whirl I can hang at the business table Just because I am able I read books and shit I read once a week last year Oh shit, What did you almost. do, masturbate? It's okay, you know how to hate <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep going You got it, come on, let's go in a while, I like to get wild. Get up on that mic, fist away, you know what that's like. Every once in a while, I like it to get wild. One time I tried to be real cool. I realized I was a damn fool. But then I said, well, everybody is. And I just said, I gotta take a whiz. Those are high thoughts. <laughs> He's got another one. Oh my God, it's gonna go all day long. Uh. Silly Willie now. Silly Willy now. <laughs> I just made Silly a jam. Willy now. Live on uh, air. Look at her go. It's time Silly to go. Willy Silly Willy now. Uh, yeah, got the tea. Got Silly that flow. Uh. I don't know how to be anything else. I don't, I kind of found my racist right now. <laughs> you can't be racist. You're El Salvadorian. Save it for the, the white one that told boys. Me that, that accents are racist. <laughs> there it is. Boom. Five fingers of death. Silly we Boom, just made a hit. Now. We just made a hit. We got a lick, mama. Silly I think we now. got a lick. <laughs> Hell that's yeah. Like, that's hilarious. That is awesome. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. That's awesome. I'm going to make a clip of that. <laughs> Instagram, look out. You're going to get about it's a one-minute clip now. of Silly Willy now. <laughs> Holla at your boy now. <laughs> Tequila shots all around <laughs> Silly Willy. Yeah, uh, hit it, mother, mother, uh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's what I do. That's um, what you do. Yeah, I get sent a beat, and I can uh, give them about three or four melodies, themes, ideas, and just play around with it. But no, I mean, uh, sorry, I was rolling over that. I do it. Um, it's it was so the studio that I recorded in, by the way, such reverence because the studio had I sang in the same microphone that Lauren Hill recorded the like, Fuji albums on. It's time to upgrade that mic. Ray. That mic is like 40 years old. No, this I'm not kidding. That thing is like, it makes you sound like butter. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's one of those mics. That's one just thousand like, dollar yeah, mics. It's like, no, like 10,000. Dang. Yeah. No, Andy. Uh, so Andy Kravitz, it's his studio. It's in Venice Beach. It's like Charlie 
Charlie Chaplin's old brothel is such crazy energy in there. There's like Charlie Chaplin had a yeah. You have to see this thing. Like he has cameras outside of the front of his house, and you just see nothing but people stopping and staring at this building. It's unreal looking. But yeah, it has gargoyles. Will you bring me to L.A. and and give me a? The, sure, the he'll wait. He, tour. He welcome, he'll, if I'm there, he'll welcome you in. Like not him, you. I'm not. I don't live there. I just record there. <laughs> right, but I've never been. I need a. I need a tour guide. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not like. I mean, Venice Beach. You just go. It's the best peop- people. I'm just talking California. Wherever. I've never been to California. I need someone just to hold go. my I mean, hand. <coughs> take me to the comedy me. store. Show me where that's at. Take me to Fat Burger. Take me to In and Out. <laughs> Take me to Roscoe's. No, it's it's a very like, you know, L.A. I love and hate it at the same time. I mostly love it. But it's it's one of those places that you once you kind of gain your family there, it gets better. But it's kind of it's a cluster. I mean, it's just a lot of different cultures in one area. I mean, everything from different you know, a Korea town or, you know, like you're just like you'll go to different regions and you have that differences. And then you have, you know, Silver Lake and you have you know, I lived in Sherman and Oaks for almost a year, which is I loved. I loved it there. It was awesome. It was very chill, neutral zone. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know. It just for me, it, it Venice was awesome to record in because between takes, like when I needed to rest my voice or whatever, I got mm-hmm. to just walk over to the beach. Oh, cool! It was just I'd amazing. Like that. Yeah, it was amazing. And I, I mean, it was kind. Of, honestly, it was very surreal because I, I, I sat there. I said, you know, what? if nothing happens with any of this, I'm sitting here in this just magic moment mm-hmm. like equipment from <clears throat> everything from some of his equipment is like from the Beatles Bob Marley just this is like he's collected some unbelievable stuff because he's been around a long time he has a lot of Grammys I, my engineer look um, you can look him up Andy Kravitz he's in relation to Lenny he gets it all the time. Yeah, he worked with him before, uh, but no, it's it's more like his is drumming. He was a drum like he he did uh, was a drummer for the Rolling Stones and some other bands on tour and stuff. But like it with him mostly, it's he's very very talented at engineering, just cutting anything like that. Uh, really cool studio, and he's he uh, worked for twenty years or sorry, he's known my producer for twenty years, my writing partner, my co writing partner. And they toured together. They like toured with Nirvana and stuff like that way back in the day in their band. So they're just good friends. And they did the Philadelphia funk scene. And so that like I love funk music. I love retro. And they're kind of influenced by that. And so we just get along famously, Mm -hmm. at least in in the developmental part of it. It's just it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it it was just it was surreal. You know, I was there thinking like, yeah, I am. I am. I'm. I'm recording my album on the same mics like Legends That's have. pretty gnarly. Yeah, it, it kind of, it was a little bit nerve Surreal, probably. Yeah. Uh, the first one I was, you can hear it in my voice. I was so nervous. Yeah. Like, I was like, that I was makes like, sense. It probably the, happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. They probably see that every day. Yeah. And and that's why I, I did some re-recording on, I think, two of my songs that were from the very beginning, just because I, I can, my, I've evolved a ton. And you get comfortable. Eventually you're like, yeah, and. You know, you're in California. You get to take a little break and mm. go up on the rooftop with all those crazy structures and and our gargoyles and archangels and sit there and smoke a, a joint and calm yourself down. And not you on know, this podcast. <laughs> in California, Settle I can do whatever I talk. want. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's it's. But the, what's nice about it is just that creatively wise, I I know incredibly humble, amazing people, and you know, I don't. 
I, there was some opportunity there with different things that I got a little scared with, you know, it, it had to do with getting into the tech world and the tech I, world. Yeah. Just being a know, singer VR tech world is a lot. How of is it. that coming with it's, uh, it's being complicated. a singer? It's so complicated. You're all over the place. You got I too know. many. You know what? It was, it was too many. That's why I got burned out. You got out. too many irons in the fire. And I, had, and I had to step away from What are you doing right assess. now? I'm focusing on the business. My What's business. What's your business? Uh, Mineral Cosmetic Company. Mineral Cosmetic Company. Yeah, I've done it for 14 company. years. Yeah, I'm partnering with a woman and we're going to be working on some things together. And can you tell me what the hell Mineral Cosmetics are? Um, so, um, can, I, can, I, can I tell yeah, you what? Natural makeup, healthier makeup. Okay. So, yeah. Can you tell you what? I was going to tell you what my guess is like a type of mineral makeup or yeah. whatever. Mm. Like soap that's got scrubby things in it. <clears throat> yeah, there's those like uh the, You know what I mean? Like the grit, at like, you in the mall like try to get you to buy their mineral their dead sea mineral stuff. That's a little, it's a little different. I don't know what I mean. I just mean like the soap that's got almost like grits of sand in it and yeah. it grinds you. I like that yeah. stuff. Yeah, is that's that good because it? of exfoliation. No, so it's mineral makeup. So Mineral um, makeup. Yeah, so basically um, what happened is I started it um, when I was 20, so this would be 14 years ago. So this was seriously like I Wow, I you started no something at 20 years old. With my ex-husband, let me accredit the fact that I had no desire or even understood how to start a business if it wasn't his suggestion. So I, I'm always very clear about that. But it evolved, you know, into something I, I became very natural at, you know, doing that type of entrepreneurship and very creative with formulating and different things down the line that became my knack. So, you know, I just started to see like uh, the best way to explain it is I, I'm very I got very good at reverse engineering initially. And then it was then I started creating makeup. So, yeah. So reverse what it, engineering makeup. Yep. So wow. and that, which is At very 20. common. Yeah, which is very common for people that start to learn that they can, you know, it's when you're when you're dealing in business, this oh, look, mineral makeup you. is not new. Mineral makeup has been around for thousands of years. It I was born in the days of Cleopatra. Is. It's it's from the earth. It's it's mined from the earth. It's minerals. It's it's basically clay? made it, the clay is sometimes a mineral used. Uh there's different I mean mica is one of the primary and there's different mica variations. the rock? Yeah. There's different variations of mica that I use in my product. You it's, crush it up super it's super up, fine. Yep, come on, cut to a cosmetic uh okay. safe level, level. How about and that's how it's produced. Yeah. Pyrite. No. Why not? I use iron oxides, micas, Onyx? Uh, titanium dioxide. No. No, I I use uh, very very basic ingredients. And uh you know, but, but there's different variations of each of those ingredients. Sometimes they they coat them. It's a little complex. But wow. but it a lot At of the 20. different 20 no, not. I mean, how did in you there. start all this shit? That you I know, started in um, training in international. This was still skincare. in your Mormon days. Yep, I trained in international skincare. I, I got married Mormon. I was nineteen. I got married in the temple. Did the whole thing. So yeah. Is that an arranged marriage, or did you? Pick? No, you choose. Yeah, no, it's it's not arranged. So you chose yeah. at nineteen to get married. Yeah, I, you are pretty much like I said earlier about getting it bred into you. I mean, it's ingrained right, right. into you. Wow. And, and so your parents are cool with that. With what? With I don't know, get married at nineteen? Like were Oh, they? of course. My mom knew I was going to the temple. That was her ultimate dream. I mean, my dad wow. probably had his reservations. I don't know. Uh, How were they? When probably not. I mean, he on a yeah. on paper, good. You know, I don't think a dad would have an issue. Anyways, the the mineral. Yeah. The mineral makeup. Uh, yeah. I, he, you know, wow. he he'd graduated in information systems and business. Uh, and. 
so that was just where his mind went with the fact that I did that stuff. And he was impressed that you were able to reverse engineer makeup and make no, some that cool happened stuff. eventually. We sold somebody else's stuff the first year and then I started making it. Yeah. It, it it happened by the You're fact that he knew that I sold it. God, for you know, that, I'm not surprised. I just meet these people all the time on the podcast that are just. I feel like um, there's a certain gene that some people have that's just like this entrepreneurial gene mm. in them, where they just have it in them. They have this just drive. It's scary though. It's this this <laughs> this drive and motivation to create and hustle and make money. There's just some people mine, that have mine that. Mine wasn't about money. Ever. And I'm fast. Well, a, I mean, not necessarily money. But no, but it was. Well, I mean, yeah, to an extent. I, I, I had it. I had a very. I mean, bizarre you start your own business stage. for. I know, but not very many people do. Like, it doesn't happen for very many people like it did for me. Mine was successful initially, so it got. It was. I was in profit second month in. Yeah, that's. And we were pretty living unheard off of it for like about four or five years, and then what happened is a recession hit in two thousand eight. And then okay. all of these other yeah. factors hit the divorce and then it was just getting burned out. I, the, the, like I said, the people that I started attracting because of the circles that I started running in, just everything from working up at Sundance to getting booked by a national television show to all these things where I was like, okay, now I'm starting to attract all these people super interested in investing or partnering and they want to take it to Europe. They want to take it to Mexico. It was a constant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still getting hit up to this day. I'm 14 years into business where I neglected it like because I was busy with music and acting and what and writing movie scripts and all this other stuff for years. I literally ha- but I still get orders every single day. My product is that good. And and it's and it you was still sell it? that's color. how you make yeah, money. That's what that's how I live. It's, that's how you live. Yeah. It's on yeah. that mineral it's makeup. A, NSminerals.com. Minerals.com. Yeah. NSminerals.com. NS. Stands for Nature Source. But nature yeah. Source Minerals.com. Yeah. So yeah, NS Minerals is the brand that <clears> I've done, but we're I'm looking into switching the brand up with this partnership, which is tricky because I have such a long history with so many customers with this mm. old brand. But yeah. um, if this happens, if we do this, it's it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be something where I'm gonna monitor for a while and then go from there. But the brand idea that we have is very well received. And it's a much better name. <laughs> uh, and, is that a big uh, part of it? Is it yeah, just, just I, a I cool made, name? I named NS Minerals all marketing, right? when I was 20. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about marketing. It's been actually really good because it's super neutral. Like it has no, there's nothing really close to NS Minerals. Like I don't know any brands or anything that sounds like it. So it worked. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't get in the way. It didn't get confused with other stuff. Good SEO, as yeah. they say. Yeah, yeah. Pops up first thing with SEO. So a lot of it, it was, and we had a good clean logo. There was, you know, I trained girls dang well. I will say that much. I had a little sales army. I read a sales book. That was one of the first things I did when I opened my first kiosk. And I was like, okay, this, you have to sell a lot of money. What do I need to do? How do I become successful? Ah! Ugh, gosh, I'm trying to figure that out too. You know, because it sucks. Now, like, I I got successful with that business before the digital era. And then the digital era happened, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to succeed in it. You know, that's what and I was going to bring up. And I had to evolve, and I'm evolving. But yeah. That's what I was going to bring up with. Uh, it just, just brought me back. Uh, I jump around a lot. It's okay. I do too. Good. <laughs> The prefrontal cortex of your brain was developing at around the same time it would seem 
the internet was really kind of mm. popping. That's a valid point. It seems I like didn't it, think about that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what a good time for you to... It was interesting. Have that all come come to a did. head at that time, you it know? Did. Yeah, it was it was good. Twenty five, twenty seven. The internet's really just popping. Google's around, Facebook, all that yep. shit, and you can kind of start to kind of get I, the education. Obviously, if I knew then what I know now, there's so many things I would have done differently. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many things. But I mean, welcome that's to always, welcome to the living. biggest. Do you know what I ran into just today? Because I've been cleaning out a, a few old boxes that were stashed away. I used to keep these things at my kiosks that were they we called them wish the wish list or something or whatever but it was a whole like bin of these cards where people wrote their first and last name down they wrote down everything that they wanted and we did this because they said hey you know just if there was a holiday for how long or we kept them on file like all these these things for your whole life for, for the four and a half years i did the mall kiosks when i retailed in the malls and all of these kit oh my gosh so many i didn't collect one email address that entire time and i'm looking at the i ran into a bunch of them today i've seen them before but you know going through stuff that was the I had thing so that's the thing of people's emails i'm talking thousands and thousands of customers money down the drain yeah because i did not get any info on those people i mean yep. the every single one of them they took the time to get a list made so that they could tell somebody to come get it for them wow. they wanted that makeup you know what I mean? So it's like it's like it's one of those things where I just didn't know anything. I was so new at everything mm-hmm. and I didn't understand. <clears throat> and one thing I was good at with without even purposely being good at it was selling because I didn't have to sell it. People need to understand selling is one of those things where I could never sell something I don't believe in. Period. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't. I it, it, they could give me all the money in the world. They could tell, you know, whatever the sponsorship deal could not do it if I didn't believe in it. If I believe in something, I will sell that shit. To That's the way to anybody. do it. That's the way to do and, it. And I and it's not <clears throat> even that you have you don't have to feel bad about it because you That's believe right. in it. Right. You believe in what you're doing. It's not about. That's a how paycheck. I think it should be. I don't think yeah. it should be any other way. But I mean, of course, who am I to say that? I mean, if if, if Coca, I like Coca Cola, but if somebody came to me that I didn't necessarily like, like but, and they just through that kiss ash at me they're just like making it rain on me i'm gonna be twerking all over those dollar <laughs> bills and be like what do you need me to sell i'm gonna sell out in a heartbeat well and that's the thing i'm just people, kidding i really wouldn't. No, i think well people call these people sellouts that do this stuff all the time but you know you work really hard at a craft that might not pay you well in some case scenarios sometimes yes they get paid well so they don't need to do it so they maybe maybe they're a sellout but for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, it's a payday. It's something that, you right. know, whatever. It's not something I hate. Why not? You know, but for the most part, if we can all stay in alignment with integrity, like if we ha- live lives that just for the most part stand up for what we believe in, especially if you're going to have a voice, even if it's, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 20 people or t- 20,000 people. Three. People I've got three it, people that listen. I believe in you, baby, with those three. You three are smart mofos. Thanks, guys. Um, Thanks, mom, dad, sister. Thank you, guys. You guys are great. Um, But here's the thing: the same thing with putting out music. You know, it's it's weird because yeah, I am. I do occasionally get notes from people, but for the most part, I put it out there. I didn't promote it, so then you kind of like feel like a loser because you're like, okay, something was good. You know, you like had some people hear this and they really were amazed by it and they were into it, but now you have to put it out in the world where everybody's sick of everybody 
propagating shit to them. They're done with it. Mm-hmm. And so nobody wants to click on your link. Nobody wants to sit there and listen to your stuff. There, it's very, it's few and far between. It's the, it is the family members or something, you know, mm. but for, for the most part, these people are all sick of everybody self-promoting to them, whether it's mm. their self Instagram, Instagram has kind of become like this, this big yeah. personal commercial. It, it's exactly it feels like everybody's curated their lives to look like a magazine and so you get to this point where you're it almost starts to gross you out so then why why do i want to be this person you know like and but yet i'm supposed to do that right that's what i'm supposed to do as a musical artist is let me sit here and be attractive for people so that in, in any way shape or form whether it's with the way i look or the way that i th- you know, do a graphic design or the way that I, I, I say this philosophical thing. It's like you're you're supposed to be propagating yourself on a constant basis to the point where you don't feel like you're being yourself. And and in a way that you it, it, the best word is curating, because it's like, you know, especially Instagram, because you like I'm told by all the stuff that I read that it's supposed to look uniform and it's supposed to you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to have. Like these are the profiles that do better. That a have theme these, or whatever. Yeah, the themes or these consistencies. Has to go together. Yeah. Yeah, which it, it's factual. I mean, the statistics show it. So if that's the case, like, yeah, I'm supposed to basically make it look like a freaking magazine, and I'm, I'm just here trying to put out my art. You know. I don't like that stuff. I you see know? like the the front page, where they show like the top whatevers, and I don't know. I I the only Instagram I have is mine. Yeah. On my phone, so I only have access to that. But when I go to like the main page or whatever, where it just shows the random stuff, I don't. I, it's just all the same. It's all stupid hot chicks making duck face in yoga pants. I mean, for or, or I mean, that's all it is. It's just like these crazy, crazy hot chicks. I'm like, why? Is it? I mean, the, I don't mind seeing is, them mixed in every now and then, but I want some other shit in there. Well, I mean, and part of it is because the the reason it's it's put out there so much is because people click on it, even as females click on it. Oh, sure, of course. It, they do. It's it's an image thing. They're going to go with what is going to keep you engaged. That and doesn't if, engage if a lot me. Of people, yeah, well, it's just because it's too unattainable. And, it can't, and the discover or whatever the algorithms put on your discover page are all their their main goal. Facebook, Instagram, all of them are to keep you on there, on their platform, period. They will do anything they can to get that much out of you. So that's all. Uh, if if a chick going like booty pop out and her Lululemons is, is getting people to click on it and getting people to stay on the page because then they hop onto her page and they stalk it for right. two hours. Right. They're going to promote it because she statistically is showing that she will get you know x amount of yeah, people. it's all look i'm, it's, I'm it's going through right now doing. oh here's a cool here's a dude that's slicing up a tuna really fast that's pretty cool hey, people that like mess with goo and do like bakery yeah. icing stuff they get but tons of all, views and followers all, just because people get sucked in it's all these dime I, pieces. I even oh, do. well here's it's joe weird. rogan nice i observe myself but it's all these dime pieces that are in just like spandex well, and part of it is that algorithm is oh. doing that because it works for you. It, you engage with it. I'm not engaging with it. Oh, I tell myself not to. Everything from like stopping and pausing and staring at it. People, we are so stalked. Ooh. We are so stalked. They they look at everything. There's a lot of fishing things. Yeah. So a lot but, of a lot of animals killing yeah. other animals. But well, it, it all your cookies. You talking in the microphone. You Google searching something. It is going to start to show up in your advertisements. It's gonna that's start freaked a, me your out lately. That has freaked. Oh. But that's what it does. 
It's a real thing. It's in your contract. Go look at it. It's it like has are, to. It has to. Oh, my if gosh. If something is free, remember, it can steal your data. That is the reality is we are all participating in it because this is a platform, a mm -hmm. very complex it's application crazy. that they put a lot of money into making very appealing to us and very addictive to us. They have entire teams working on stuff to make aspects of it addictive. What do you think? Do you think it is what it is? We're falling for it. Do you think the government should have should make restrictions or rules governing we social need to media platforms or selves? That's what we need to start doing. How? What does that mean? Get the get off that shit if you we can't, can't. If you can't, we can't. It's Here's a drug, thing. and it, we're addicted. Well, they, the, the, and there's no there's remedy. There's a few different things. We're, we're humans. There's no hum remedy. There is. I got off of it, <clears throat> and and the plan is. You're here's off? the thing. I have been. I had to get back on because now you're of back music. on that crack. No, because, because of, of music. I know. I feel you. This is where I'm debating on if I'm going to continue because music I have or no continue to to promote attempt to promote with that medium. Right, right, right. The most famous person on the internet right now does not have social media. The most famous person on the internet does not have social media. Keanu Reeves. He is the most famous person on. The, he is by far the most famous person on the internet. Most Googled everything. Keanu Reeves. You've seen his girlfriend lately. Doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. You've seen her? So, he's happy. I hope he has happiness in his heart. He's the so best. He's, he's, the he's a really he's kind person. He's the greatest. So, he's one of the most famous people. No social media. Mind you, been around a long time, has been he's too old. He's too old for it. He doesn't need it. But it doesn't matter. He's, he's smart. But the but the reality he is he's too old for it. yeah but he's smart in the sense of he knows he, he is smart right he's he smart that he knows he, I don't need people. yeah yeah and it's affecting people and if he doesn't need it why would he bother he, he doesn't need it that's so great you know, I, I want to be Keanu yeah. Reeves it'd be nice right mm -hmm. yeah but we can choose we all can choose what we engage with but the book that changed me substantially was it was called Ten Arguments to Delete Your Social Media Now by Jaron Lanier who is one of the father of VR got into his stuff last year. Basically, this book worked my mind. I was like, shit, I can't go back, right? You know, because it was one of those like, too many of these facts were brought to my brain. And how I was, it was affecting me the way the book was saying. Because mm -hmm. his argument, it's the business model. You know, he doesn't think that Does the, it affect women more than it does men? Um, I don't know. I think it, it, it affects both for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think women take it harder on the, the self-conscious physiological level okay. for sure. Um, but that's been bombarding us a long time and it's been bombarded sure. men as well. Men Since get advertising compared to that, you know, Calvin Klein model BS as well. Well, you know, now the thing is the dad bod. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Some very popular fat dudes got in power and, <laughs> and have been propagated. <laughs> and, and propagated that that's that, what's uh, hot. The dad bod is the hot thing. <laughs> that's probably exactly what And happened. meanwhile, I'm going to the gym yeah. trying to get <laughs> shredded. It's not there. Let me tell you girls that are into dad bods, girls that know that a majority of guys that are perfect looking are tools that's who gets into dad bods it's the reality there's it depends on where somebody's at an evolution with understanding that somebody that is, is that obsessed with how they look all the time is generally focused a little bit too much on life on vanity this is the stuff as 34 I that, that i appreciate sense. yeah as at 34 i appreciate these things because trust me i'm just like anybody else i like a pretty thing <laughs> i just you can't, know? i just canceled my gym membership <laughs> <laughs> You will probably appeal to a younger generation with 
if you're going for some sort of eight pack because those are the I'm going to the be healthy superficial it fights my depression that's all it is for me it's a personal thing it it always should be about that it right. always should be about like us you know doing what's best for our mental health or physical health whatever mm-hmm. just makes us happy and Beyond that, don't put stress on yourself. The problem that when I see people that do those body competitions or like, I don't know, just those extreme cases where I'm seeing that this person clearly doesn't have a life outside of obsessing about what they're eating all day long and how often they're working out. And also they can pinch this little thing on their body that says that their body fat percentage is shrinking or take this photo that shows them this certain way. And I think I'm, I feel sorry for them. They aren't living life. They just aren't. It, they're so obsessed to the point because most of them do get very obsessed. At least I, I had a friend. She looked that way naturally. She got uh, she won her first competition. She won it. They were encouraging to do nationals. All it's like, no, I wasn't. I was freaking miserable. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Even though she she had the perfect body for it. She would have done incredible. And it's like. She knew she was just not happy that way. And she's a healthy person in general, but mm-hmm. metabolizes. You know, she's just one of those people. She's a freaking nature. She's just hot. It is what it is. She's, she has that body. But that was living to get all that structured and perfect. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That type of obsession. I just, I'm sorry. I'm good. I already have way too many freaking dudes trying to, you know, all they care about is sex. Like, I, I don't need to impress anybody phys- physically, you know? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I'm done with that shit. When you get older, you're, you're just done with it. You're, you're, you realize all that trivial bullshit, you, if, as long as you're healthy, you take care of yourself, and, right. you, you know, you're not, like, completely, like, oh, fuck it, you know, you know, scratching your crotch, <laughs> and, you know, just, like, you know, mascara right. dripping off your face. Oh, you know? I like <laughs> that look. I <laughs> yeah, like that, that look. Are we going to go there real quick? Let me tell you the about mascara th- look is your thing? No, the mascara a- running down their face. <laughs> <laughs> the, the morning face no no never mind i'm not Walk gonna go shame. there um, no it's no. before never mind never mind you uh <laughs> i don't know what i took it the you wrong d- place. You, no you, you didn't no you didn't take it to the you got close but not there not there i took it All to right, a, i took it to the a, last one i so took it got... to a deeper place <sighs> cheers i don't know if i can cheers. do another sh- i don't know i can't do that <clears throat> wow Just i can't i'm no. fucked up Oh, I'm fucked are? up and I took that pill earlier and okay. so it's not mixing super great with me. I'm so I have to take it. Bitch. <laughs> no, I've had more to, to drink than you. Oh, okay. So this okay. is my third. Yeah, I started here. So big drink. That's still your first drink yeah. over there. And you've had <laughs> half a shot. Yeah. I'm ahead no, of you. No, this, like this is what well, this thing is. Whatever. It looks like a beer mug. Like That's a, a shot. Beer it's a full shot. shot. What have you? It's a Dave and Buster's shot. <laughs> So as we wrap this up, are we wrapping it up? Are we? Sure, are we are. Gonna, are you just gonna like talk into the to the midnight hour? No, we'll wrap this up. I should go to bed <laughs> soon, I guess. Well, I just poured this, so I don't know why I did though. I'll just do that first, and then we'll. I'll talk, take a sip of this. We'll talk about one last thing. What do you want to talk about? Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Why not? Oh wow. Oh, that's good. It's actually very good tequila. That doesn't have a burn. That's a good tequila. tequila. As I'm making like a face of disdain. Let me uh, go ahead and pimp this stuff out real quick. (laughs) Because I believe uh, in it. Do you guys want to be a That was good. Now nobody will (laughs) respond. A big company is not going to sponsor me. Peligroso tequila. Reposado. 
Peligroso is the name of it, guys. It's uh. Peligroso means dangerous in Spanish. Does it? Yes. One hundred percent agave tequila. Uh, I recommend <laughs> it. It was like I said, I got it on sale for twenty five dollars. It's normally like forty three or something. Because he's frugal, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that is smart shopping, okay? Yeah, I, I got a lot of voices. Yeah. Can you do British accents? Do you like to do? Hello, that? Governor. Fancy a tickle? Oh, you like one of those a lot to do? Chip chop on the cherryo. You know all the typical things. <laughs> I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. to do accents. I don't know how no. to do accents. See, I can't sometimes do a you, you just got to go with it. You just got to like pretend and don't care if you trip up on yourself or, or sound stupid to mess up a vowel or whatever. It's pretty good. But what you do is you go online in the excellent videos online. You have to spend a legitimate amount of time, just whatever it is. If you take a book and sit there with a book and start reading that book in that accent, and you, but prior to reading that book in that accent, where do you get you the do, accent on YouTube? You go on YouTube, and what they do is they talk to you about your vowels or whatever. It might be so whether it might be so if you say you're british so they talk about the different pauses or different vowels and how you actually pronounce them and and there are obviously different versions there's like right. a more cockney version you're like, oh you know you could do more cockney or the, the manchester <laughs> yeah so you got them on one manchester you know the more upper part of you know england and you're you're crazy you know they love their football and they're gonna scream and you're like snatch like oh you know variant i can't do that one as well as suck that one but yeah so it doesn't matter what accent it is but you're basically the monologues that i used to do which were from one was this very like intensely like non very non-mormon <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was uh, <clears throat> about yes i will confess you know and it's about a, like a courtesier and how her whole life is about how she knows every man there is a complete hypocrite because they've all bought sex from her Ooh. yeah it's very intense Ooh. it's like oh I, w I will confess you know and it is a very like you know because she's being forced to confess all of her so-called sins with all these men that have already solicited her for sex so it's a very powerful scene and the other one was 300 i did 300 the, um, the spartan yeah the where she talks to the council yeah cool yeah wow you're talented <laughs> thank you <laughs> i appreciate that do you know you are um i sometimes have been told that but i just do you believe don't it no here's the thing it's um, okay to say yeah Yes, I do think I am talented at some things. Some of it could get better uh, and others, but um, I did train. There's there's things I did that it didn't happen on accident. Well, then you, you know? should say I'm talented at yeah. this because I trained my ass off of it. Yeah. Like, well, there's I, some things I didn't I and some things I did. I played college but. soccer. I was very yeah. talented at soccer. Yeah. Because I trained at it my whole life. You should be able to say you're good at something. That was one thing. I um, This actor I knew... That was one thing he said, like, because I think I had this Mono. sort of same. No, shut up. <laughs> Not Manu. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, no, it was it was funny because I, I think he asked me the same kind of question. Can you act? And I was like, I jumped around like I just did. I, I obviously haven't gotten better. He said, you need to say no. Yeah, I, I'm a damn good actor. And mm -hmm. I used and I've <clears throat> I've done it in some scenarios. But basically his whole argument around that was, yeah, you're never going to make it if you're not 
an, a, a full confidence moment about the very craft that you spend day in and out working on, like you should be able to say it like that. And it's not about thinking you're better than anybody. It's be able to say, no, I'm, I'm good at something. That makes me feel better about myself because I, yeah. I tell people I'm a good podcaster. Yeah, I told are. you that the other night. But you work hard at it and you, well, you right. put a lot into it. You researched mm-hmm. it and you've been putting yourself out there despite the moments where, you know, you put stuff out there that people, you know, may not engage with or you didn't you know you weren't at your best you're doing it right most people are not doing shit most people are just sitting there especially people who are talking shit yeah they're just judging Judging and talking shit and haters don't do shit they're too afraid well and that's where so that is where like we and i never rapped this uh so these were the lyrics that i made with the rap and it's perfect because it fits what we're saying but it's uh uh no, I can't do it because we've been drinking tequila and I can't think of it right now. <laughs> um, but it's it's facing that exact thing about people like like they're it's about their ego. It's basically about their ego and everything's about that. Who the haters? And, yeah. The haters. It's, it's about the fact that it's like they're they're just mirror. They're, they're looking at mirrors of themselves, yes. whatever their issues. Yes. Are. So you you can't take on other people's bullshit once when you're you can't do it. You, it's you just going to yeah drown you. It is because everybody has it. Mm-hmm. And if you're capable of putting an art out there, people in varying, you know, whatever they've been through, their perspectives, their realities are going to, you know, see whatever you're doing the way it, that they know. Mm-hmm. And some of those people really need to hear some of the things you have to say. So put it out there. Other people are going to, of course, they're going to sit there and nitpick and judge. And the fact that they have time to do it is sad, but, you know, do their thing. It's hilarious. They, you know, I like constructiveness. I like people, if they took the time to actually really look at something I'm doing. I'll take doing, that all day. All day long. I want to improve. I constantly want to improve. Way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. You improve me. You know how? How? You know what really hit me the other night that you told me? What? I say the word chicks a lot. Yeah, Chick. you do. Yeah. Yeah. I put you in check there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. I just never Not thought really. about it, but it's just. I didn't. I but wasn't I realized. Rude. Yeah. I, I handled it right, right? Like, you know, I'm teasing. I didn't know there was a way part. to handle it, but yeah, I guess I kind of say. I just don't know what else. Yeah. Yeah, I guess handling it wouldn't but be. But I, right. I have a three year old little girl. I call yeah. her. That's. Yeah, I call her chick sometimes, too. So. Well, and, and those are the things that I think once you have a girl that maybe you probably didn't think about before that, but for the most part, my question was just in general, there had to be a reason whether that was like, and, and I did research your pod, podcast a little bit more after, uh, uh, I did some before, but the, a little bit more since we said oh, we we're going to do it. And you still showed up. And I did say, I know, right? And I was reluctant. Uh, <laughs> you probably were. <laughs> Not going to lie. But, you, you know, you, you, would, you referenced it that way a lot as well. So whatever it is that you're, you know, at some point somebody – use that term around you a lot it does it doesn't matter like i said it doesn't offend me mm-hmm. but i know it offends some people are offended by hun sweetheart some oh, people, yeah. people you know are people are offended, offended by everything yeah and so it's not it's not so much it, it was more just a curiosity of why that was the primary thing and it is known as one of the more likely to offend words mm. not like bitch or you know anything well else i would like that. never nothing like that but it's it's more just one of those words that like why are you calling me a chick you know like i've seen girls do it me hmm. like i said i don't care i've called girls chicks i do I it say? all the time i and, and i'm not i 
to me, it's a woman, a lady. It, it's different scenarios. I use different words, but chick is probably. You can call me one. I don't care. I, but but there's some people that would. So it's more everybody here is the best I thing the, I can what, tell men. Tomorrow, read people. Don't assume. Right. Just read them. Like understand. I think that's maybe why I said that around you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I say on the podcast a lot too, but that's just because I'm with people I'm comfortable with. But I, I think I like tomorrow I'll go to work. I'll talk to a friend of mine, and I'll be like. And I had this chick on the podcast like last night that was really cool, and we talked about this and this, and that's just what I would say. I mean, yeah. I had this woman on, I had this lady on, I had this female. But on. But it could be different. No, it's it's all to me. It's more how you say something. It's like I had this chick, right? You know, like anything could be different. I like I said, I have zero. I right. no, <clears throat> I don't see the problem with it. I don't care. I've been told before because mm-hmm. I use words that are derogatory to women. I grew up tomboy. Those women, those women can I have been corrected. Yeah. I have been corrected by other women before for being inappropriate in how I'm referencing, talking to, and acting towards other women. Like I'm saying this because I think this is significant to understand that it's it's about communicating around what people's no, boundaries are. I get are. it. That's I get all it. it is. I, look, I get it. Those bitches can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I have volunteered myself I'm just <laughs> to take kidding. part in this atrocity. I'm just kidding. Let me just Golly, be clear. Yes, that's a little shock humor. I there. will repent later to my bishop. Only Mormons would get that, and so that's just mm, a really dumb joke. Dang, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Catholics would probably understand that. Yeah, one too. it's kind of like the same sort of, right. You know, overall vernacular around it. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy with the fact that I, I. Uh, you know, I, I I came and did this and had a little fun experimentation with you with it because this is fun, this is cool, and you're funny. You are funny. Thanks. Sometimes, but no. <laughs> I take chances. They can, they're not all hits. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no. I think I've I've always been told by people that I need to stop like writing so much and talking more because I'm not into the whole vlog thing and like uh, are you talking about maybe starting a vlog or something I was talking about it because I I feel like I like but then you're putting yourself out real but then you have to put yourself out there I know I mean as far as like then you have to put yourself on social media hey guys follow my vlog here's what I'm doing don't you want to look at me do selfie videos all day that's what I'm saying like mm -hmm. that's it does not feel natural to me so but people that are close to me tend to tell me, like, no, that's the approach you need to take. Because what, what would I, your goal be? My my like goal, if, you did it, if I did do it, mm-hmm. would to be as be as real as possible. Just uh, like uh, okay, like make like, people but why? feel not alone. Okay. Because I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Inspire people. Yeah. Let people know yeah, that and, hey. And I know people are going through okay. a lot. And I am go. I, I go through ins and outs and ebb and flow like anybody else, but. For the most part, I feel like this generation being so obsessed with looking perfect and curated to everybody, like if if I were to do it in any capacity, it would be to make sure people didn't feel like that was real. That what that. was real was real. <laughs> I see this. I, I see this. Um, I think you're ahead of a trend that I see just now starting. It's not just a trend and it's not it's um, actually Instagram's algorithm is starting to favor more authentic posting. So well, it's not like, that, but I'm, I'm seeing more people talk about what I want to do is put more yeah. more uh, filterless, no yeah. m- no makeup less, yeah. natural pictures. I, I see a lot more people saying this people is me, accept yeah. me for who I am. Yeah. And I'm, I'm and seeing a lot see more. Like, there, there's gonna, a bit of a spearhead happening right now. You're talking more about right the, like, the makeup 
uh, which is is an element of it. Obviously, I do makeup, so I pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. But what you're seeing is that okay, which got made fun of for probably a couple years now. The hashtag, you know, no filter, hashtag no makeup, whatever, mm-hmm. where girls are kind of doing the pseudo version of raw authenticity, mm-hmm. where they really have kind of angled things, lit them just right. You know, it's still not like really. And there's some that I've seen that have done it in a very realistically raw way you can tell they haven't edited anything but for the most part the the, what people need by genuine is everybody trying to stop acting perfect all the time Mm -hmm. and like their life is perfect all the time yeah and 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 i mean that everything from the images to what they talk about to how they whatever i there still is a disconnection there i have been seeing Still, the people that they'll throw out there, hey, this is me, makeupless and filterless. Yeah, but hey, I'm on a beach, and my it's rich husband took me here. You want to know what raw and right? authentic is? Yeah, you're living it. You're in a. St- uh, when I talked about, uh, you know, my friends and myself that struggle with suicide, that's raw. That's authentic. And by the way, that's an epidemic, and it's only getting worse right now. There, there's, and that's PTSD. I've talked about PTSD publicly. I've talked about all those things. But you know what? I don't do mm. it in a way that's a pity party club. It's not about that. It's about, hey, everybody, guess what? You're not the only one that feels that way. And if there's any part of you that wanted to give up or wanted to feel like shit for the next so many weeks of your months of your life because you felt like you're the only asshole that had this shit happen to them and feels this way you're Mm -hmm. not guess what we're in it together let's start being that like that with one another Mm -hmm. because life fucking sucks it's hard it's really tough for a lot of people because tragedy is going to happen to all of us not once not twice but multiple times in our lifetime life is tragic it is and and trauma is real Mm -hmm. and it is real it affects us it affects us in a very scientific way it is Mm -hmm. not it is not you know, some ethereal, like it's, it's, it's very real. And so this is something that needs to be removed. The stigmas need to be removed. All this bullshit about mental health and people thinking that they're weird or bizarre. It's, it's, it has pieces are changing. It's getting there. You can, you you can definitely see there's a movement. There are different societies, different members of society that are kind of pushing, Hey, mental health is a thing we need to focus on more and not stigmatize it. It's it's becoming Uh, more, acceptable and put out there i see it yeah i struggle with it well it everybody does and it was i put it out there this podcast is talks about it i talk about all that shit that's a big thing well because a big part of why i think people end up biting the bullet is because of the fact that there is no discussion there is no discourse this is why podcasts or things anywhere where there's discourse is significant mm-hmm. because everybody sees the curated versions, the articles, the the you know pretty little PSAs that a bunch of actors sit there and shoot you a line. That's not reality. What reality right. is is us sitting down and talking about those moments where you know why did we contemplate those things? Why did we feel? Why do so many of us feel unworthy? Yeah. Why do so many? You just of gotta us find the right place this? to talk about that too. Well, though. You know that it's uh, it's safe. hard to well right, but well, who do you talk to? Well, we should be able to, like we're right, right now. Yes, if five people see it, five people see it. And if those five people are people that maybe we're dealing with these issues and something about this conversation actually helps them, it's Don't look at it. my YouTube numbers. Those don't mean anything, my listeners. I don't I have... look at any of that. What I looked at <laughs> is your ability to converse with people, your openness, your, your candor, humor, whatever. Those are things to me. Yeah, the Your mental health, the mental health yeah. thing, yeah, is definitely 
I like that it is getting more out there. There's um, I'm a big rip, uh, hip hop head, and I like that. Did you say rip rip hop. Hip hop head. Oh, I'm a big hip hop like, head. I, I was saying rap, <laughs> and then I said hip hop rap. Yeah, rip hop head. Yeah. Uh, well, rip hop head. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. A professional would have just mulled over that. <laughs> let me get through my fumble. But I had a tease. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm a hip hop head, and I like. Uh, I like that world. Uh, so there's this guy. Do you know who Charlemagne the God is? I have not known a single person you said, and I apparently need to just sit there. And All right, there's a this. Uh, this dude. There's a uh, a morning show called yeah. The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And there's this oh yeah yeah I think I've seen that a couple times. Okay, he's like a he's just shorter bald black dude. His name's Charlemagne. Okay, Charlemagne the God, and his big thing the God, T H A G O D Charlemagne the God. Just go by Charlotte. Okay, okay. Um, his big thing right now is is all about mental healthness and putting out, put that out there in the black community because it's even more I think of stigmatized in that community than others. I mean, it's across the board it's stigmatized and it's a hard issue, but yeah. I think they're a little more maybe macho about it or. I've actually seen that in, in more than one. Uh, and so he's yeah, really putting out there, you know, for the black community, especially, hey, t- let's talk about tough, mental yeah. health and shit. Like, yeah. this shit's real. We need to I talk like about Tyler it. I feel like Tyler Perry did kind of the same thing as well. Okay. Like, he, because of some of the movies he put out. Yeah. Like, it, it dealt with heavy shit, you mm-hmm. know? He talked about his molestation and stuff on Oprah and stuff like that. But same kind of thing where they're, they're challenging people, like, hey, let's stop, like, you know, acting like everything's, you know, all sugar-coated right, right. and... and you know, sugar powder. But at the same time, I get it. I get it from the other side. I get the other side that says, I don't understand what that is. I don't understand depression. I don't understand anxiety. When you haven't experienced it, that's what I'm saying. If you haven't experienced, you're like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. One positive thing that I can say about the fact that I experienced mental health issues from a trauma versus like, you know, something I was born with Mm -hmm. is I've seen both worlds, (laughs) you know, Pretty much up until 24, even though I had a PTSD episode at 15, it was a little different. It was a blocking. It mm-hmm. was like a blocking that affected other decisions I was making. Okay. But for the most part, the heavy one was at 24. And that PTSD completely warped my world because I was suicidal. Like nothing like, you know, the prior one. That's a whole other world yeah, there. it's a whole different thing. Oh, man, that's a dark this world. Stuff, this stuff was Ugh, That's different. a dark world. It was a dark world, but it was because of the reasons I was telling you about. It's because mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd stood up. You know, like my roommate that I had at the time was the one that took me, made sure I got the kit done, talked to the police, did the whole thing. I'd never I'd never turned somebody in. Mm-hmm. But because of that, people need to understand. And this sucks because I have to talk about this in a candid way. I don't want to discourage girls from turning anybody in ever in a million years. Please do it. It's closure. They're probably not going to get convicted. That's the truth. Mm. They're probably not even going to go to court. That's the truth. This is the conversation. I've wow. Over and over and over again. Holy shit. And it, and it hurts. They won't even it go to court. It hurts to be this direct it really freaking hurts because i don't want to discourage anybody but do it for you because a part of my gut knows that it probably helped prevent him from doing it to somebody else that's all i cared about that's all i cared about because i knew everybody told me it was a he said she said doesn't matter all of these are he said she said situations you never get the justice do you think it prevents him from doing it or the community from allowing him to do it a little of both okay because there's been situations where people wrote me once. I, by the way, I wasn't public until two years ago. Okay. I put his uh, I put his name out, and okay. I had I never named my person. I never did anything, and this this was after seven years. So yeah. And you named him. I named him. Who? 
Daryl Michael Poston. Daryl Michael Poston? Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what? He Piece supposedly found Jason. He supposedly found Jesus now. Who and cares? all this other stuff. I hope he does. I hope he did. Um, he has two little girls now. I, I had I had him blocked. Oh, my gosh. I know. Um, I had him blocked uh, up until I made <clears throat> this post. And it was, here's the thing. I went and I said, if if it's still there, I'm not going to say anything. This is what I felt. If what's still there? If, if his photo mocking me was not there anymore, I wasn't going to say anything. After all these years, I went and I found the album. It was still there. It was a picture of me, him, and his, I was friends with him. This mm-hmm. is like how the situation occurred. And naive enough anyways so looking at it he saw it was me him and his friend his roommate tagged and you know how facebook when it was first whatever if you got tagged everybody saw it yeah well no if you were tagged you saw anything somebody said on it right okay i think it's still that way i think it is yeah so he knew i was tagged in this photo and it was before i understood blocking initially and put my best he changed the subtitle on it my best friend Janelle that sent me to a good man by the name of Detective Artist. I'll never forget it. Wow. He changed that. And then wrote under a comment, because I had commented, oh, you know, something about the two of them. I don't know what. And he wrote under that comment, my best friend Janelle, smiley face. And another girl wrote under that, you have this, I'm going to steal your underwear look in your eye. Because hmm. my underwear, he had taken it off when I was asleep. Anyways, so this girl had jumped on and literally was publicly along with him mocking me and talking about how good of a man the detective was. And I, I mean, obviously I, I, all I did was at the time was took a picture, like a screen picture and I sent it to some head detective and she she was like, this is gross. We were going to look into it. Nobody did shit, but this, that all was still there, still fucking there. So I took a screenshot and I said, all right, if after this long, this fucking asshole is still parading this on a public level, he is not ashamed at that shit and taking it down, I posted. And I was a hell of a lot more influencing after that point. All those years ago, nobody knew me. A lot of people knew me then. I had all <laughs> sorts of people freaking writing me that knew him. There was multiple people that even wrote on that thread that, yeah, totally were like, doesn't surprise me at all. That guy's a dick. And his roommates, who I didn't speak to because of And he never took it down while all this no. stuff was After going on there? all these years. I mean, no, but all these up. people were commenting on it, no, calling him? No, th- that was my screenshot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when I did the oh, screenshot, nice. I gotcha. it was like, I, a lot of people knew who that dude was. Because he was, uh, you know, they we have the Chiefs here, which is not, you know, like... Uh, the what? Like, uh, the Chiefs? Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, there they have the youths and the BYU. That's their... their College super, teams, yeah. right. And he was a youth player. So, yeah. So it was like one of those. Yeah. So it, it to me, like I look back and I go, OK, what I'm just glad I did what I did. No, he's, he got fat. I ran into of course him. he did. But what does he do? I ran into. I don't know. I don't I didn't look sell back. cars he, or something like preaches. Literally, he's like some like Christian. Get the fuck out no, of here. I'm not kidding. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fuck even kidding. Him. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Fuck him. His congregation don't know shit. Uh, if they did, <laughs> I don't know. I would go. Yeah, yeah I'm. He probably starts some campaign against me. Somehow. I'm so. I I don't know. Maybe maybe he yeah. may, he's <clears throat> never apologized to me. Uh, I do remember this is. Then he's not you a hear fucking. Some weird then shit? he's not a Christian preacher, dude. Or he'd somewhere? come and like ask you for forgiveness. That's be like, true. hey, I'm so You're sorry. Right. 
Fuck that dude. You're right. I never thought about that. Fuck that dude. Yeah. I would find what his church is, find all these little people that are following him, I and tell know. him the whole fucking story, his whole congregation. I, I just saw, all Fuck I him. saw was some picture of him on a stage and talking to his church. Shit. But I don't, that doesn't mean it's, he could have given a talk some yeah, Sunday. Piece of I don't shit. know. But, but all, I can say this much. There was, there's enough people that have seen enough in him to know. Like I, like I said, his two roommates at the time, I, I knew them all. Like I was acquainted with all of them. Mm-hmm. They reached a couple of them reached out afterwards. I didn't say anything because the detective told me not to. Mm-hmm. But like I knew the sister of one of them. It was told to me. Yeah, they like they hands down believed me over him. I'm he sure. was saying all sorts of stuff. I'm sure he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I'm like, look, if your own best friend's roommates at the like eventually evolved to think you did it, like there's something not right. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they're not friends with him anymore. Yeah. Are we ready uh, to end it or potty break? We can take a break if you want. Let's take a break. I won't. I promise. I can't believe the ultimatum, and not the ultimatum, but the conundrum I guess you've given me now. About if you're going to share this episode or not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Get up on that mic. Nobody can hear you. Oh, God. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, yeah, for the most part, I oh haven't had any problem with anything. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty open book for the most part. But yeah, for the most part, I I'm weird about my dating life though. Unless I do some editing, yeah. you don't bring it up. You're you're not good. Hey, I'm just saying what I'm weird about. I am weird about that. But no, uh, let's wait. Flip it, reverse it. So cut it, flip it, it, reverse it. I gotta find out how I gotta work it. <laughs> Uh, so you don't live too far from here. You live up north, and there is no. I used to. Used I'm, to. I'm with my I'm brother sorry, right whatever. now down in Braymore. It's like a half hour away. So. All right, right. So you used to live up north, Kansas City area, uh, and there's a club up there called the, the Landing. The, the Landing. People, a lot of people should know the Landing around this area. It's okay. uh it's a high scale dive bar, right? Full full disclosure. It's if a I good tell, bar. If I tell a story, it's gonna be with all the vulnerabilities of my own stupidity or maybe where my head was at so let me just be very clear <laughs> i there's a huge there's a few factors in my experience of the landing i had been there a couple times before on a date with so a guy. the landing's got it's a pretty nice uh, it's yeah, like an it's, upscale dive bar right it's a, yeah it's the, chill. the indoor it's is chill. cool but they also have like a cool outdoorish yeah, kind like of you have live bands play live yeah, bands it's, totally it's, it's, it's a good place Nothing, you know, for a not smallish fancy. town north of Kansas City, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so what? It what what, what happened was, uh, <coughs> oh. what, yeah. So this was earlier this year, uh, March, April, where I had this very random, unexpected, long vacation, and it was not like planned at all. Uh, I was supposed to just go to a winter music conference in Miami, and I spent three weeks in, at Coachella, and I love. I love my friend so much, but I go to her events and they like spoil me. And then it like, like, it's just not a world I'm used to. <laughs> like, it's just totally not like, not like the everyday world I'm in here being an entrepreneur day to day, whatever. And, um, so I don't like, I'm not into clubbing. I'm not into bars. I'm just not into it. And when I do go, it's not a normal person's experience. Does that make sense? Like, okay. Like, it's like, it, it, you get very exclusive VIP stuff. Treatment. Yeah. Free sure. shit all day, all night long. Okay. You're hanging out with 
people you've never heard of, but they're famous to some people, like kind of DJs right. and that kind of. Yeah, you know, it's just it, it's 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 a world I can't explain, but I'm in it because I I'm indifferent by it, and mm-hmm. the people that I know that are part of it appreciate that. If that makes sense, like sure, I just I get it. I'm there to be there with them and I don't give a crap about the rest of that. So, so yeah, I think for the most part, sometimes when I come back from any trip, I'm kind of like taken back. But in this particular one, I was like, not in the mood for, it was weird, but I just, you know, you spend that long getting free shit given to you. I was probably not in the best mental spot. So let me point out to this. (laughs) I was probably more diva that night than I normally would have been. If that doesn't what you know my backstory why I'm building this up so um I went to so my roommate her friend had just gone through um her finding out her husband was cheating on her she comes over full on decked out like outfit makeup done to wait the, your roommate found out that her husband so, was cheating no my on roommate's you. friend comes over oh okay. we had art me and my roommate had already been drinking wine I was drunk okay I I, I was I was good. All right. I was ready to chill for the night with the girls in the house, not go anywhere. You know, like I was good. Right. And she comes over dressed out like beautifully and decked out. She wants to go out. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I I was drunk. And so um, I got dressed and and my friend, my roommate gives me this very standout yellow dress. You know, I don't even like going to bars and clubs because of the harassment and crap. So, of course, that was not the wisest choice. Um, we get there. It was very sweet of her. I looked, be- you know, re- really pretty in that dress. Mm-hmm. It was, it was sweet, but you know, got a little bit of attention. I didn't want to get that night. Um, so yellow stands out. It yeah, pops. it's just, it's just, just a color pops. that just people like hand little bees to the honey, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. So I was already just on one. I don't know what, but we got there. I already just wasn't myself because I remember telling the the guy because i didn't want to pay cover i'm like fuck this we're going home <laughs> i'm like yeah, i don't pay covers <laughs> i was like one of those like like the, right, as right. I'm, talking, I'm like i don't <clears throat> remember being myself at all gotcha and and uh w- when we were there the guy oh like overheard our conversation and like butted himself in and he comes over and he smells my hair and He's like, what are, you, what are you wearing? Or what is that? And I was like, oh, it's this great brand called Bad Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, I know that smell very well. Yeah, I bet. And I was like, okay, hopefully this repels this guy. You know, he'll get the hint. But he just saw it as humor, I guess, and didn't go, you know, away. He started <coughs> smelling my friend's hair, and I'm at this point, I'm being polite because it's not like he like was groping on anybody. It was just very weird Ooh. and and inappropriate, but but nothing over the top, right? So mm. I'm like, fine, fuck it, whatever. Just they, I said, yeah, it's our this friend because it was probably her perfume. I don't know. He goes back to his little table that was near ours. Still, he's pop. I keep seeing him popping and looking. You, you, as women, you get used to this to a degree because it, it becomes one of those things where you you don't want to assume, but you, when you know what's happening, it's just so invasive and so obnoxious that you're already getting irritated. You know, so it was one mm. of those like, we get it, we get it. We get it. You're okay. looking. You're letting us know. You know, like, fuck off, dude. If there was any hint that there was something back, you'd see us looking back at you. You, We would be sending you signals. No, you know, and so, there, but a lot of those social cues, guys like that don't take. 
Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's where girls get edgy and irritated, and that's where you get the bitchy ones because this is a common thing. Okay. And um, so this guy went overboard, though. So he <laughs> did the smelly hair thing, which was one thing, and then he comes over. He's like, "Can um, do you want to dance? Um, at this song or whatever. I'm already creeped by the guy, so hell no. Of course. Um, and I'm like, look, I really appreciate that you're offering that, but I just came here to be with my girlfriends, and we actually liked the music. It was that they finally started, the band started playing. It was actually good. And I wanted to just focus on hanging with them and relaxing. Never in a million years would I have danced with this guy because of who he was, but I'm trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. He's <clears> not <throat> taking the cue. He's like, why? Why not? It's just a dance. Starts arguing with me. And this is, again, a, a common thing that these types do these types of guys do again fellas out there if guy, girls are fucking bitchy or weird to you remember we're dealing very often with these types of douchebags and if you're that type They're, of dude stop being that dude man move on that's the key word right there move on which made my song by the way um so in those moments where they're pushing it and it becomes more of this ego thing, I'm still trying to be polite because a big part of me has it ever worked for one of those dudes. It does. This is this is the, this is a totally different subject. I'm not even going to go into it, but this is the thing that I said to him. Maybe because persistence does work. In fact, it's taught in many movies to men, and it's weird because of the psychological breakdown that it comes to women that don't want to say yes because of their social cues and obligations it's it and they're like it's it's hard to explain okay. but it does work on some some women it does wow. so that's why some men do it because that persistence pays off I never in some guessed. cases yeah so in this case i said you know what this is probably this case with this guy either that or he's just a complete asshole or obsessive or i don't know but i said look maybe persistence after saying no so many times and giving him all the excuses said look when somebody says no you need to take it at face value and move on no means no that literally is the name of the song i wrote after this by the way no means no so this is where it gets funnier like now not at the time it's not, it was not funny at the time um i so as soon as he starts getting upset he's like saying like fucking whatever and i said i something in me i just started seeing red like i said I gave you all the disclaimers. I was in diva mode. I don't know what happened. And I said, you don't know who you're fucking with, motherfucker. <laughs> and, it, and he gets in my face and like, want to go outside. And he's physically threatening me. Okay. Dang, so son. And this is not the first time a guy has physically threatened me. What? Yes. There's been like, in a bar for, for saying no to him. What no, this the? Is, f- I'm telling you, you guys have no idea. Whoa. It has nothing to do with you nice guys. It has everything to do Whoa. with the fucking assholes That's that do this shit. That's beyond no, So at this point, when That's- He's being physically, th- when he's being physically threatening, I just like I'm done. I don't know something in me is just like I can't. And so, he was small. He had a smaller stature to me. I knew I could have taken this motherfucker. And I have a little bit of a background, you know. So I like I did some martial arts, and I'm like, so, just like this part is pumping I'm in ready. me to like want. I just want to actually use oh, it on something, on, you know. And and I you know so she some waiter comes and is blocking him from me because he had gotten in my face and he's still cussing at me and mocking me and I said no means no motherfucker and I fucking swung around the waiter and popped him damn <laughs> I've never hit anybody in my life ever what happened in my whole what life. happened I I just jet it what happened you, I literally made contact and I fucking left really because I saw red. 
like ever, I don't know how to explain it, but as soon as it happened, I said I gotta go because it was like I knew nothing good was gonna happen. Like I just I just knew like I want I want. Everybody never saw felt it. This I've never felt this adrenaline. Like I felt like I really could hurt that guy. You should have. It's weird. It's weird. I I, mm-hmm. I I legitimately think that if that waiter wasn't Seeing there, seeing red is and something not I, everyone's experienced. I'm, it's an yeah. interesting feeling. It's like a crazy he drug. Every button. Like mm-hmm. that, that triggered me in every way possible. And, and it was, he was every guy that would not take no for an answer in that moment. I snapped mm-hmm. and I just, I couldn't hold back anymore. And I, yeah, I, I it's weird because <clears throat> I mean, I know I landed something cause my arm hurt the next day. I was going to, I was going to ask yeah. you if your hand hurt. Well, and this is the crazy part. You didn't break, you didn't break any bones no, in your hand nothing, or anything. Good. Nothing. Yeah. Cause the waiter was between us and I hooked it. I mean, and I did, I told you I trained. So I had those like from kickboxing. I was like, you know, like nice. I went right around and, and yeah, I landed them. And so, yeah, no, that, but the, the, some girl chased me and I knew because I knew first off you can't hit people. And I've never been in these situations before. You can hit women can hit people. No, it just, it, yeah. She chased me out. Who? The girl, some waiter girl said, ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I already left. (laughs) I'm like, I was like, I'm leaving first off. What do you think I'm doing? And I said, and and then I saw one of his friends starting to like, he was like sneaking out the front door. He like looked all scared. And I said, yeah, there's one of his friends who knows his friends, a pervert and is trying to leave because he doesn't want to be associated. And he's like, and he's just running out the door because he knows. Because he's like, oh, no, no. And like, because, and I looked at her and I said, how does this make any sense? That I'm the one getting harassed by a guy, but because I defend myself to him, that I'm the one getting kicked out. I'm a woman. Get better clientele, motherfuckers. You know, it's like at this point, whatever happened, like I know that technically I was in the wrong, like technically by law, by law. I Hold on. There's the letter of the law and there's the spirit of the law. (laughs) I don't believe I don't believe in the spirit of the law. You were against the law. Yeah, but come on. It just when it comes down to it, like I don't I have no clue other than they tried to hide the guy, snuck him out the back when my friend went in. Look, we can like, take a poll of like 10 different dudes and ask, hey, does a guy who smells a woman's hair in a bar deserve to get punched? If you ask 10 dudes, I mean. I'm hoping nine of them. Well, here I am. I don't know. What if this is out there and the landing finds out and then they like freaking like they could, you know, get me in trouble. I have to think about that stuff. Why? Because I hit the guy. The landing gets you in trouble for what? Hitting him? For hitting him. Why would they get in trouble? What? Get me in trouble. Why would you get in trouble? Because I'm like, I don't know this shit. I don't know how it works. Seems like you were defending yourself to me. At the here, at the end of the day, it seems like you were defending little, yourself against a creep defended, that possibly they, would have done they worse. They defended the creep and not me. They didn't. They didn't even like. There was zero protections put in place whatsoever from the fact that a girl felt threatened to the point their waiter was physically keeping him from me. That was the point that I snapped. Mm-hmm. The fact that a man had to stop another grown man from getting in another woman's face and physically threatening her. That's and, you insane. Know, you know, but but to me. That's what bouncers my, are for. My my issue. Yeah, but my issue around it is he wasn't he hadn't hit me. You know what I mean? So technically, that's what I mean. Like by the fact that I hold on, you wrong. can defend yourself and still throw the first punch. I don't know. Of I, course I you just can. wasn't me. I don't know. I don't know. You were threatened. 
I and just, you were protecting uh, yourself. I see nothing wrong I with it. Like I said, spirit of the law, you're good in my book. Yeah. Janelle Rush music. Holla at your boy. <laughs> you got a couple minutes I here. I will pop your face if you know. <laughs> Let me give you a couple minutes here. Pimp yourself. Do whatever you want to hear. If you want to tell people whatever you want to do here, this is your oh, time to shine Lord. right here now, and then we can we can get off here. Okay. Um, I am Janelle Rush Music.com, NSMinerals.com. NS stands for no shit. No. Nice. Uh, it stands for Nature Source um, or Never Sucks, whatever you want to say. Look at uh, you. NS Minerals. Yeah, I had a wall full of meanings for NS. I'm sure you actually. do. Um, but yeah, so yeah, those are my two main business. Um, I'm going to be starting a nonprofit that is going to be a conglomerate of organizations that are vetted. Um, for helping combat human trafficking and so that is the ultimate goal we're going to tie it into it in the coming years with the makeup business and uh and uh hopefully eventually build something here in kansas city to help some people out that's the long-term goal so obviously i'm a ways away from doing that considering i have a lot to grow still but um but i've very very much aligned with some amazing people that i think are gonna do some cool things in the world and and try to do what they can with what they have so uh yeah the music is pop edm if you're into that kind of thing if not i've got some acoustic stuff that's gonna start to come out so. oh really yeah i like that yeah we come in and play an acoustic set oh anytime oh by the way you want to hear my uh no means no yeah i do your song no means no not yes no no not kind of maybe no means no Stop pushing until I look crazy. Give it up and move it along. Said so much, we had to make a song. Yeah, so there it is. I like it. <laughs> it's real. I like it. I like when people do music about real shit. Because <laughs> it had to do with a real life. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like my girlfriends now, now, we know it's like, no means no, motherfucker. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This was Thank a pleasure. I appreciate it so much. This is great. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Tell a friend or don't. Whatever. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>